come out to show them. Like open the blues up and let some of the blues blood come out to show them. Then come out to show them, 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 come out to show them.
time, the clock tick faster. That'll be the hour they knock the slick blaster. Dick Dastardly and Muttley with sick laughter. A gunfight and they come to cut the mix master. I see he cold, nice to be old. Why two G Steve twice to threefold? He sold scrolls, low and behold. Know who's the illest ever, like the greatest story told. Keep your glory, gold and glitter. For half, half of his. What's going on, Dre? My bad, man. Just no, no, you good, you good, you good. You. Yeah, yeah, give me some time. Give me some time. Now you good. If anything, just give me a time to uh let people know. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, MF Doom, man. I thought it started the show, and you know what I'm saying? Play a couple more records. Yeah, I'm gonna play a couple more records. You know what I'm but, um, yeah, man. I just want to put the pick up, play some records from him. You know what I'm saying? Had to roll his L, had to put one in the air for OG, man, because uh, that's definitely one of our hip hop legends right there, man. And I just, it's crazy, B, how he really, he really did some villain shit just to leave 2020, man. Like, only, only, only fucking Doom, bro. Only Doom. But right. um, I was playing some of the classics, man. Let's play a couple more, then we're going to get into these awards and such. But man, this just took us so randomly that it's just, I got to play these joints, man. Niggas to take him out the picture. The other half is rich and it don't mean shit to Filling a mixture between both with a twist of liquor, chasing with more beer. Tasting like truth for dear. When he at the mic, it's like the place get like, oh yeah. It's like they know what's about to happen. Just keep your eye out like I, I capping. Is he still a fly guy clapping if nobody ain't hear it? And can they testify from in the spirit? And living the true gods, giving y'all nothing but the lick like two broads. Got all the applause. Pull the mic at your attention like two swords. Or you the one with two blades on it. You don't touch the mic like it's AIDS on it. It's like the end to the means. Fuck type of message that sends to the fiends. That's why he bring his own needles and get more cheese than Doritos, Cheetos, or Fritos. Slip like forty in your first and last step to playing yourself like a accordion. Come on. First step to playing yourself like a court. When he at the mic, you don't go next. Even pussy cats like why hoes need Protex. Exercise index won't need both flex and won't take the one with no skinny legs like Joe Tex. Cold words, crooked eye, mold, nerd, geek with a cold heart. Probably 
Satan speaking in rhymes as an old fart. Stuck out to eat to die by the pizza guy. No, it's not too far to speak. The squeeze a eye, the squeeze a thigh Maybe give her curves a feel The same way she's feeling when you flow with nerves are still They call the super when they need it back on front and fix How is only one left, the pack coming six Whatever happened to two or three I heard try to slide before five and got caught Like what you doing, chick? Don't make them have to get cut like truants Matter of fact, not for nothing right now You and me Yo, the amount of people that went off this sample, yo, is crazy sound like cheerleaders Rapping and dancing like redhead kingpin Like times, the world mostly keep cash and brag about the broken times. Joker rhymes like the issue just having to see me trick. Classical slapstick rappers get chapstick. A lot of them sound like they in a talent show, so I give them something to remember, like the Alamo. Tally ho, a hot joker like Space Game came back for five years late and stayed the same. Saying, Let your back end feel it, blocks all logic spots. He shots a when I hit it, slid it to the shit, I thought I killed a goose. A power use was pure brittle water filter juice. Keep a pen like a fiend, keep a pipe with him. Gentleman who lets a pen to a friend and write with him. Never seen this shit again, but he's still my dunny. The only thing that come between us is curling money. I show rhymes like dimes. The one who mostly keep cash and brag about the broken times. Better rhymes make for better songs. If that is not, if you got a lot of what it takes just to get along. Surrender now. Serious setbacks, got get back, connects, wet back, get stacks. Even if you got to get jet black, head to toe, to get the dough, battle for bottles of mold or drove. This fly flow, take practice like Tybo with Billy Blakes. Well, you're too kind, really thanks. To the corner, lost forever, like, oh my darling Clementine. He holds his heart when he telling rhyme. When is his time? I hope his soul go to heaven. He dances like the old time, old number seven. You still taste it when you chase it with the Coca Cola. Make him wish they could erase it out the Motorola. I told her, no credit for a bag. If you want what they got, then go get it. It's all gap. Only in America could you find a way to earn a healthy buck and still keep your attitude on self-destruct. I sell rhymes like dimes. The one who mostly keep cash, but tell about the broke times. So <coughs> like you just happy to see the truth. Classical slapstick rappers need chapstick. A lot of them sound like they ain't a talent show, so I give them something to remember like the Alamo. Tally whole high joker like space. Game came back from five years lane. Stayed the same, same. Electromagnetic fuel block. All logic spot a biological clock. When I hit it, slid it to the shit. I thought I killed a boost. A power use to pure brittle water filter juice. Keep a pen like a fiend. Keep a pipe with him. Gentleman who left a pen to a friend who right with him. Never seen the shit again, but he's still my dunny. Only thing that come between us is killing money. We sell rhymes like dimes. We want most to keep cash, but tell about the broke times. Check it out, y'all. 
Come on, man. I fucking love this beat, bro. Samples so fucking clean. <laughs> I like how it sounds with that beat. I know that beat. His multi game was so clean, too. together my, my, my list, you know what I'm saying, of like contenders. I know some of these clearly ain't match of the year or nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? But Yeah, that, you know, I always, you know, always for honorable mentions. But man, I was like really trying to like think back like, damn, man, I'm starting to feel like I'm forgetting some of the AEW stuff, you know? So like I just wanted mm-hmm. to do like a little quick little like review of the pay-per-views and shit, and I'm like, it was a lot of good yeah, shit. Shit. Yeah, I was like, damn, like I damn near got like a page of like contenders, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like this is crazy. Like there's some Yeah, I was I was my fucking um I was going ham with just like his backtracking and shit like that. It was just crazy, bro. 
it was crazy how much shit happened this year like on the low like it given the pandemic and such like wrestling still thrived as as well in the sense of trying to entertain the, the people and they still was giving us some good matches and shit like that so that, i thought that was a really dope shit man but yo anything quick thing man welcome to get your bars off podcast part two fuck 2020 man happy new year happy new year bro man happy new year to the whole gang Everybody in the chat, you know what I'm saying? Everybody that supports the show, all of that stuff, man. All that good stuff you're supposed to say at the beginning of the year. But, man, Jenkins, what's going on? My man's in the chat. What's going on, bro? Um, but, yeah, man, we did the first part of the show. We just did, like, a recap of 2020. And we gave, we gave a little preview um, of our top 10 albums of the year. Now we're going to get into this episode. It's just all battle rap, wrestling, hip rap shit, awards, you know what I'm saying, top tens, all of that good stuff. And we're going to be here sitting here discussing it. We're going to be having homies pull up here and there throughout the show. Right now with my bro, Andre, what's going on, bro? Yo, shit, what's good with you, bro, man? Happy New Year to everybody, man. Real quick, do me a favor, take the time real quick, go up over there if you're on Facebook and go to the whole effing show. And make sure y'all hit that like and follow up on there, man, for the little game. And, you know, I'm getting into that stream. And also on Twitch, same handle, the whole effing show. Thank y'all for having me on Get Your Bars Off. It's an honor. I know y'all be doing y'all numbers over here. So I appreciate the free publicity, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Uplifting the community, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, so, man, you, yeah. know you know we always like family. That's, that's you family, bro. All right, you know that, man. All right, you know, man. BC, brother, you already know what's up, man. But let me get a quick two that real quick. But man, let's let's get into this shit, man. Let's start, let's start with wrestling because you know that's our that's our repertoire. So man. I mean, like I said, 2020, just given the pandemic, that really like literally like cut a hole like put a hole in the whole wrestling year like just given how the beginning of 2020 was with the rumble main well the rumble at least fucking um revolution at aw like those shows were and just going back to see like those matches just see the crowd and participation and just interaction is like damn this feel like this was just a whole whole other year or something like right. you know, it felt so weird but Thank God to some of these guys, and let's let's be honest. This pandemic kind of exposed some wrestlers who really, really needed the crowd to be over. We seen guys who who just were just really great talents show up and show out this in this pandemic, and I just had to give them some credit. Like you know, what I'm saying this was a real tough time for a lot of us, and wrestling and or rap or such like that. The ones that provided us with great quality helped us get get through this shit for real for real yeah man I'm, I'm glad 2020 over uh that shit was rough but um man you know what wrestling it really didn't miss a beat you know it kind of thrived kind of like uh battle rap in a sense that's kind of how they have that correlation you know like they really just kept grinding you know and like you expect that from vince you know salute to tony khan to be such a like young owner in the game you know and he's already out here competing with vince and arguably got the best brand like they you know it's in the same league as new japan and and wwe and nxt out the gate you know what i'm saying like that alone is wild impressive I, obviously he got the financial backing 
but he also got that fan knowledge, you know, like mm -hmm. and like seeing the way and he wrote it here too. It's like, damn, like he's just so in tune because it's just like as if like you or me were to like have the money to run a wrestling company. Like you could tell it's like a person who grew up like a fan of wrestling, like, yo, man, like let me like, you know, like the book and it feels like something that like someone who's like really passionate, you know, like I guess with Vince, maybe he's just, it's just a different time. You know what I'm saying? Things is a whole lot different, you know, and he's a little bit out of tune with it, you know, but he ain't really yeah. taking advice. He always at the helm of everything. So. Yeah, man, it's definitely a different yeah. dynamic over here, over there. And I mean, and speak on this, I mean, my like i hope we have a better 2020 well i hope these certain companies a lot of our independent companies were not able to thrive as much as we thought the bigger companies were we seen them they were they had the financial backings and or enough talent to keep the shit going or whatever but we've seen some companies who weren't able to even produce matches this year a lot of uk companies a lot of you know what i'm saying american companies that that needed that fan support those ticket sales to keep the lights on and with no people being allowed in, in events, that shit really fucked up a lot of places. So I hope 2021 definitely uh, keeps, let like me saying a lot of people are able to keep their lights on, man. Cause 2020 fucked up a Bro, lot of places. I started to laugh because it just automatically made me think of when evil Uno was trying to like get the GoFundMe to help out like the wrestlers who weren't working. And Braun Strowman came out of it. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, bro, he wild right now, but dude, like, yeah, man, he's like, be wilding, bro. But oh my g, like let 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 a brother eat, you know, like like, but it is it's true though. Like it was, it was a lot of a lot of wrestlers who couldn't eat like that during this uh, pandemic because you know what I'm saying they they placed this they main uh, uh promotion wasn't open. You know what I'm saying so. So shout out to brands like MLW who was able to really keep it to keep the lights on during this shit. It's still, you know what I'm saying, provide, you know what I'm saying, good content. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jacob Fight too, holding it down as a champion over there. I feel like they get thrown under the uh under the rug a lot. Shout out to Vache, who was one of the guys that put me onto that shit heavy, made me really want to watch that shit. And they got some good guys over there. I really fuck up with J Jacob Fatu. I mean MLW. Yeah. I think yeah. times like this, you need a champion like that to still draw you know what i'm saying because like you said when you have so many other places you know what i'm saying down and out and or you got the big leagues it's like all right well we might be the only you know what i'm saying real independent brand out here we gotta have somebody that's gonna make people bring their eyes over here especially if we're on wednesdays they go on at seven right before AEW nxt so it's like they're they're making sure people are watching this shit. so i mean it's like five people find little ways to still keep themselves, you know what I'm saying, going and so forth like that. But like I said, 2020 was a had is big moments and for the little guys, definitely had some bad moments. Um, how do you think 2020 affected New Japan? Cause you know, with them being over in the in the um you know what? I ain't gonna lie, bro. With New Japan, man, I was going back and watching it like a couple of days, and like I, I fell out with New Japan right after New Beginning, because that's like right after that the pandemic hit. And after mm -hmm. that, like, just like I just kind of like fell off wrestling in general for a minute, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, man, at that time, I forgot how good it was until I went back and watched it again. Cause like I remember, like I watched, and and I wasn't watching like every single last match in between the major pay per view type shit. 
but like I remember watching the uh I remember watching like the whole G1 that Abushi won going up into the double night Wrestle Kingdom, which was actually technically this 2020, you know what I'm saying? So that Wrestle Kingdom, I have to go back and rewatch it because it's like, damn, I remember watching there were some real good matches, but I can't remember what would even be in the discussion, you know? Mm-hmm. Then I recall like immediately, like, oh yeah, you know, it was that Will Ospreay and that uh and the time Takashi. Yeah, yeah. They stole the show that that first night, and then the mm-hmm. second night, I was like, oh, you know what? It really was that Naito and Okada match at the end, like. There was so much story to that. It damn near, it was like, it was almost parallel to, I ain't gonna say the Kenny Omega and uh, Okada rivalry. I get what you're saying. I kind of get what you're saying. Were you talking about uh, uh, Naito and Okada? Yeah, it's like it has that long story. Yeah, yeah. Story wise, it's a better story. Omega's my guy. No, no, I'm gonna say they're like hand in hand, bro. Because, like, the Omega's like from the mud. Like, you, you, you made that, like, Daniel Bryan type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's Naito. But that's why I can see what you say to Paris. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. to this dude after the big one. So for him to finally get it, you know, it was like, all right. And they wrestled for like 45 minutes, you know? But then I watched the Kenta match back, and I'm like, damn, this is maybe even better than that match. And that match is like 50. Who, who was it? Kenta, uh, Kenta Tadahashi? No, Kenta and Naito at New Beginning. After oh, and the the Wrestle Kingdom, Pardon me. He, he messed up the ending for Naito. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm. and that's why I kind of felt like, damn, <laughs> I would love for him to somehow weaseled his way into the main event this year you know he did get that he he did attack naito at wrestle kingdom when he won the championship right i'm like bro how do you end the show at wrestle kingdom and now you just like you know like you do the little one match right after which was a crazy good match it was a really good match yeah shout out to them that was the last big show i think they had eleven thousand people at that motherfucker you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. after that the pandemic hits but man, that match was fifty minutes, and it had Whoa, everything. It, 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 well, wasn't they shit already moving? In, like, wasn't COVID already moving over there? I'm not certain, but this was in February. Well, I don't know. I know. Yeah, like, I, know. like but, I know. I had my birthday before any of that shit popped up. Like, I remember shit happened like around February, March. You know, like late February, March, and that shit was late February. So they yeah. got that one off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. They probably they probably did the uh no they, they probably did the same time America did it. But uh yeah, man, Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, that was that that for lack of better, it, I don't feel like I don't want to say it like that, but with just how crazy 2020 was, Wrestle Kingdom kinda came and went. It's just cause it was like that happened, COVID hit, then uh, you know what I'm saying, Mania, I mean Rumble comes around. We did get we get the whole Drew shit, but well, that's like one of the biggest things going in right there. And then that leads into Road to WrestleMania, fire like, like it was so much shit that was just like you needed a little bit more than just really good wrestling to draw people in at this time. You know what I'm saying? Like people needed to be thoroughly entertained. And I feel like New Japan maybe the booking. Or just I don't know, man. 
where people I guess it's the booking. I think that they just don't have they did have, they did have some quirky booking. I just don't think they have the that American star to, to get that uh appeal on the west on the western audience, you know what I'm saying? Because like yes and no, but you gotta think about it. They, they, Young Bucks, bro. Like what they but got we, right we went through all those years of like, trying to get them over to the to the states of getting the getting the views from the people from the states over here and vice versa. Bring at least bring talent over there too. So I I, I don't think it's that big yeah, of a disconnect like, that was like 2014-15. No, I don't think so. Someone said in the polls when, when we put out those polls, you know, and I looked in both both uh, polls, and it's like, damn, like Kota Bushi like got like maybe four four votes in one poll and then like maybe like two in another you know and i'm just like because it's like is there any like as i'm saying it was like no big draw to their matches that's I all mean, bro, i'm going back and watching the matches these matches like, they're going ham and with japan they got more audience than we got you know what i'm saying because like they they follow they, got, they were able to go back quicker yeah they follow protocol so by the time it got to the g1 they got they got crowds again mm -hmm. and they up over there killing it bro like i wasn't in tune though you know what i'm saying because so much going on but going back and watching it now i'm just like yo these matches are crazy but when you ain't got the whole bullet club popping like it was you know when you had omega and the bucks and everybody over there you know what i'm saying aj and stuff once they're all you're, you're watching what they're doing elsewhere now like oh shit they got the bullet club coming back over here on impact and aew you know like that's the bullet club we care about you know like like they yeah. need another, i can't they i can't, need, I can't sit there and lie and say like club, that you know what I'm saying? i can't lie and say that the, the 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 elite didn't take take fans with them i can't sit there and lie and say that they did it but i won't say that it's the, it's not people who started watching because of them that's not that's still that's not still watching. Well, you know that's still watching. You know what I'm saying? I think that I think so. You know what I'm saying? But like, is it as big as it was in 2016, 17? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? But I just I personally think it's because of just their booking. Like my my thing is when we when it was time for Abushi to be crowned, they should have did it. You know what I'm saying? But they went with. I mean, they did the Naito story. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. I love yeah. the natural story. But if you want, like you said, to be able to make that draw over here, Abushi should be should be winning that shit at least this year. At Wrestle Kingdom, he should be winning the shit at least that's, this year. That's the scary thing to me. Fan. I'm like, bruh, that's the scary thing is man, are they gonna screw Abushi over to think Jay White's gonna be that Western appeal? Because I I don't you know, I'm like, I don't. I like Jay White, but I like Jay White, but I don't think he's that person though either. Though everybody you know from East like, to West wants Ibushi as champion right like, now. Honestly, I don't even like Jay White. Like, I like Jay White. He's he's and, and I see why they have him as the leader of the book club because he could talk English good. You know what I'm saying? But with Kenta on the squad, it's just like, bruh, I'd rather have Kenta as the as the leader. That means you gotta go type shit because it's like. You're too outspoken for you to not be the leader when the other dude can't talk as good as you. You know what I'm saying? But, but my whole thing I'm kind, of, I'm like, kind of split on that, man. I'm kind of split on what I just said, man. Because at the I same think time, with, I think like Gato and Dotto adding themselves into Bullet Club and kind of doing the whole like 
like authority figure type, you know what I'm saying, helping the faction type shit. I think that kind of like put a sour taste in a lot of people's like mouth paws, just in the sense of like, this is the same shit we get in WWE, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not the type of shit I'm really looking for over here. And if anything, I was usually get it from the American wrestlers because that was the, their that was their thing. But I don't know. Like I said, that's the part of the weird booking I'm talking about. Like just that the evil the evil move. I was like, about to just say no 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 though. I was about to say with the pandemic, bro. Like the person it affected the most, like negatively, was Drew McIntyre because it took away his big moment at WrestleMania in front of a big crowd. I'll say for that moment, but. Like, Aria Ripley, you know what I'm saying? It took away from her big moment at a WrestleMania, you know, to end up being in a MPS performance center. So, like, that's who it affected the most. Now, who benefited the most was definitely evil, you know what I'm saying? But, I don't, hey, I don't but at the same photo, time, bro. He didn't draw like that to me, man. Yeah, like, yeah. That was a tr- Triple H. Naito pulled a Triple H. Down for my niggas moment right there, bro. Like, you know, like, I got to put my niggas. Thing. It wasn't Naito. That's Jado and Gato, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's dumb. I mean, they, that they, they, only, they only could could work with the people they had in country at the time, for one. And then Naito definitely, you know, just having the title, like, he had to have some input on who he was going to drop the title to. And he was like, yo, let me go with my boy Evil probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, he probably had a thing. If anything, I would have went with Sonata. You like, gotta think. No, Evil was the first person to join his crew, bro. Evil was. I all got you on that, but bro, his he had his his best year was two thousand. Yo, yo, that's what I kind of like liked about. That was the only thing I liked about Evil having that moment, like, and that being like a real like Triple H, because you know Triple H always looked out for like anyone anyone in the click the the new age outlaws like they've been in the hall of fame like twice now and shit you know like it's just like bro like you be like they get wild more mentioned than a lot of other legends who are even bigger legends in them you know what i'm saying because they triple h's voice and that's what i felt like naito kind of did like he was just like all right let's 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 give it to let's give it to uh to evil because evil was always supposed to be that person who Got that next look, you know what I'm saying? No, like, say, you know, it was amazing. Sonata just joined the crew and just started to outshine him. You know what I'm saying? He really started to like, in the sense like you went blonde and went crazy. He was, he was like really on 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 Naito's level for a minute. Like you're just like, yo, man, any minute now, he's about to surpass Naito, and it's it's gonna be him and Okada as the face because you kind of know it. Yeah. Looking for you know what I'm that's saying? why I was like that's to be that's why I was give, even more confused with now y'all want to pull the plug with I mean pull the trigger on evil like now y'all should have did that 2019 when he was one of the hottest things in New Japan, bruh. That's all I'm like yo, but for Naito to do that was just like bruh that 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 to me was like Seth Rollins cashing in the money in the bank and getting the the title before Roman Reigns ever got it, bruh. Mm. It was like you was like. During that shield run, like everybody knew, like, all right, they they paired Roman with these two people because one's about to like make sure you got a good ass match no matter what, and the other one's gonna make sure you got a fire promo no matter what, mm-hmm. and a good match if, if he's the one stuck with you. So no matter what, you're protected, you know. So right. but we all knew like he's the one that was gonna get the the title first, you know what I'm saying? And then 
it was going to put the other two aside unless they do their thing, which they managed to do, you know? But when they ended up giving Seth the title first, like, that was, like, what I've seen with, with Evil and Sonata. It was just like, all right, you kind of see now, like, they grooming Sonata, you know? Even though Evil was, like, putting in that work for a minute, you know? But that in, in that sense, I was happy for him, you know? But like you said, like, it was like his... He wasn't in his prime no more, you know, but it's not that he wasn't in his prime because he's still great. It's just like it's just twenty it's just after his 2019, you started seeing like Abushi just started it's not, it's not him in his prime, it's just like, other people being in their prime now too. You're like, all right, like it's all, it's all I, I felt like and I want I want to um move on to uh to WWE AEW and how they went in 2020. Um, but just the whole double title thing. I thought it was good for the for Wrestle Kingdom, but my, my me personally, I felt like they should have like let them defend it separately to at least open the door for more wrestlers to be able to get like move and shake because you pretty much locked up the whole IC division with the you know what I'm saying with the heavyweight division. So it's like not too many niggas can you know what I'm saying all be in the main event against Naito. So it's like you kind of I rather wish they would have let. You know what I'm saying? Did it for the night, maybe for New Beginnings, and then, like, gave the title to one title to get an IC title to Kenta or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Or Evil could have won the IC title or the heavyweight title and, you know what I'm saying, left Naito with the IC, something of that nature. Just to let, let more wrestlers, you know what I'm saying, move and shake, but that's, that's how unselfish Naito is. He made sure his boy was the the second person to be the <laughs> the second and the only other person to be the double champ. Then he's like, now give me back my titles. Now I'm the only person to be a multiple time two champion. You know what I'm saying? So like even with at that time too, right when he did the double champion thing, like everybody damn near had like a double champion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in a sense. Kenny Omega was a double champion like damn near the whole year because he had the AAA title for damn near a whole year. Yeah. And then he started off with like the tag titles. And so he'd have two belts, but he'd only really show one. Same thing with John Moxley. Like he'd have the AEW world title, but then he'd also have the, the US title, which he still has. You know what I'm saying? Holding that shit hostage. Yeah. And then uh and then Keith Lee, he was the only one. He got both titles the NXT and the North American, and then he just handed it off immediately, which, I mean, everybody else at that point kind of should have did too, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying, like, the yeah. double benefit is good for the match, but for the rest of the, the year? Nah. For the whole year. I don't see that shit. You locking up a whole division. But um, but yeah. Japan, I, I feel like they're going to have a better 2021 coming out of this Wrestle Kingdom, depending on, like I said, what moves they make. I mean, that's what the greatness of Wrestle Kingdom is. You really never know what's going to happen. So I'm always interested in that. Um, WWE 2020, man. Uh, I thought they were surprisingly really good this year, bro. I'm never going to hold you. Like, compared to other years, this was one of my one of my favorite years from, like, WWE main roster, for real, for real. Uh, we had Randy Orton having one of his best years. Drew Randy Orton was cooking this year, bro. Randy Orton, yo. I'm glad you started off with Randy Orton because I wasn't even thinking Randy Orton, bro. But now that you mention him, like now that I think about the polls, he was like number one on both polls. Like he was, yeah, he was, he was number one, I believe, on both polls, bro. Like 
he was yeah, good, bro. like characterized, you know, because it's never really his his ain't gonna hold you. His 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 matches, like he might have a one or two that might be like match of the year contender, maybe three or four, but but it's really like his character work. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the feuds, bro. He knows yeah. how to like really sell a few. You start the you start the year off mania season with Edge. Then we go to uh, Drew McIntyre. Then you get the little stint with Keith Lee. We go back to Drew. Now we with Fiend, and it's like all of these joints been compelling. Yeah, like all of them. Like not one has been a dud. He even put Keith Lee over. Like come on, like he's been he's been doing his thing, man. The whole rehashing the Legend Killer, like that was dope as fuck this year, man. Um, what else did we get, man? He re he really threatened. That's what I'm saying. He didn't need no crowd to do what he had to do. You know what I'm saying? Some people really needed a crowd. Uh, who else did they think? Like I said, the rise of Drew McIntyre yeah. as a main eventer. Yeah, McIntyre definitely had the had the best year of his career. You know, unfortunately, yeah. like the only thing, like I said again, I felt like, damn, like he's like really the person. Like I really was at the full extent because he's one of those people who really paid his dues and shit you know so like he deserves that like adulation from the crowd like hearing all these everybody like chanting for him and everything you know what i'm saying like i wish he could get that you know but but he but, embraces yeah. it though i think he that's he the thing i like about him. him that's the thing i like about him he doesn't he takes he, he he takes it on he takes on whatever task he got to do and you know what I'm saying goes a one with it even if it's, you know what I'm saying, trying to live up a bunch of computerized screens, whatever it is, he's going to move and shake like it's a thousand people in there. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing I really liked about it because he really moves like a superstar. I can't I, I can't even front. He moves like a superstar. Um, He had a great year this year, man. Obviously beating Brock, Rumble, you know what I'm saying, feud with Randy. I'm, I'm really eager to see what's going to happen with him and Sheamus. Um, who else, man? We had the... The hurt business, man. Been taking over, man. It's just been like. But this is really first of all. Let's shout out MVP for real, for real, for revitalizing these niggas' careers, be Because a lot of these niggas, 2019 was weak. Was weak. You had uh what's his name Lashley, married to Lana, some weak ass shit. Cedric, you know what I'm saying, just floating around doing whatever. Same with Shelton. You bring all of these black, you know what I'm saying, you, you great athletes. Robin, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no. you know, Ricochet be like the superhero gimmick, man. Like, he was he was tagging along Ricochet like he was a sidekick, you know, like Nightwing and everything, right. man. Like, so, yeah, but he definitely see where, now, see where they at now to go from just, you know what I'm saying, just the three, the three-headed the dragon, then the, the addition of Cedric, that whole, uh, you know what I'm saying, that little storyline was dope and once he got in with them bro he's been having a great you know what i'm saying second half of his uh, of, of 2020 he did man most definitely lashley u.s champion holding it down beating the shit out of jeff hardy which i like to see get jeff hardy on the tv i don't want to sound ungrateful or, or greed or anything man but like I want I want Lashley to win the Royal Rumble, man. I, I I I want more than just the U.S. title for Lashley, man. Like when you look at Lashley, he like looks like the world champion, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like how how do you like like he's in that mid card taking on the mid card people, man? But Lashley looks 
damn near like Brock Lesnar, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the match I've been wanting to see, like, legit outside of wrestling. He has the same damn background, pretty much. Like, he even, like, was, like, in, like, Armed Forces or some shit like that. So, it's like, like, bro, how do you not build him the same way? You know what I'm saying? So, like, for the longest, like, it, you know, like, how TNA had him. Yeah, he, he was killing it in TNA. Like, now they need to do the same thing in WWE now. Like, But do you think, do you like, think that... You think it's with whenever he does really great somewhere. I was like with TNA, he kind of still had MVP with him though. Man, before he ever left, he was in WrestleMania doing uh, doing, you know, he was doing stories with Vince McMahon and Stone Cold and Donald Trump. Like, man, give this man his world title run, dog. You know, like, and, and we be always talking about people like. And, and I and I love Biggie and I want Biggie definitely to, to get that main event. But I'm I'm cool with Biggie. I'm cool with Biggie at the US title as opposed to a Lashley at this point for a couple of reasons. One, Lashley been like for one, he's getting older. So he doesn't got as many years left, you know, to have that that run. So you want to hurry up and give him his due right now. And then aside from that. He was also he pit in all those those years, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we talk about Biggie and he was the second NXT champion right after Seth Rollins. So when we look at in hindsight, like damn, like you've been here the same time as Roman Dean, Seth and all them, you know what I'm saying? And he's seen all them get their world title runs and their WrestleManias and you know, Survivor Series and SummerSlams and Royal Rumbles time in and time out, you know what I'm saying? And he's just like Damn, bro, and you've been regulated to tag team, and yeah, yeah, success, you know, but you're not being that person they're choosing as like, yo, you're the face of our company, and you know what that be? Is it a reason for that? Because I, 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 I honestly, I'm gonna keep it tall with you, bro. I don't see world champion material in Bobby Lashley. I'm gonna keep it all the way tall. I, I, even when he had the like, he's just he's one of those dudes where it's like. You put him in the 80s, I'd understand. But as wrestling grew, bro, like, you needed more to be champion, like, be world champion, a person you can market as champion. And Bobby don't really do nothing. Bobby's kind of boring, bro. All right, Bobby's boring. I'll, Bobby's I'll boring as shit, bro. I agree with you on the Bobby being boring, but... Bobby been honestly, Bobby been ready for for the WWE world title since they paired him with Leo Rush, bruh. Like ever since he had a mouthpiece. So like he he's a mouthpiece he though. As far, like, as far as like the look though, like when someone will watch wrestling like a casual, like to the Harper fan or whatever, like we know he's like middle of the bunch, you know what I'm saying? But like from a paid due perspective, I like, yeah, I like to see him get his 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 due and shit. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you see how other places treated him, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, all right, man, like let let him get his due. Like this whole time he came back just to face Brock, and like he's the only person who ain't scared of Brock. You know what I'm saying? I'm, so I'm with like, you on that. Like, and I'm with you like, on that. like he's the legit person who could be the world champion and go out into like another media place, and they're gonna respect him as 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 such. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not gonna. Be, that's why I said. That's why I said. The 80s, that's why I said the like, 80s thing because it's like a lot of those guys were like. The bill and all that such. Right, yeah, you know, like, he be like they respected the, the look. You know what I'm saying? You know, 
So it'd probably be best to keep him off of like those type of platforms to, you know, because he ain't really got personality. But if you have an MVP with him talking and everything, then that's another thing, you know? But with Bobby Lashley, it's the difference is he's on wall with Drew McIntyre. You know what I'm saying? So like Drew's already had an amazing whole year run. You know what I'm saying? He had a little hiccup with Randy Orton, which Randy deserved because he was like the best thing this year. You know what I'm saying? For WWE. Outside of Roman at the very end of the year. I can't give Roman, you know what I'm saying? The year off of like a month ago. Oh, no. But it is strong enough. It is strong enough, though. Strong to be in contention. His impact was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like it's in the yo, it's in the debate. You know, but But I'm not saying for wrestler of the year. I'm not saying it, but he has to be in the. He has to be somebody in the debate. If not, if not, it could be an argument because he somehow managed not to like switch up topic, but man, with Roman's like. He had so much heat to be able to like have all that gone, bro. And the opposite now, like it's crazy. But, but it's not that That's it's crazy. switched. He found a way to get it, get the heat correctly in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the this whole bullshit, like tribal chief shit, even to the point of coming to a match literally halfway through it and win. Like, yo, bro, what? <laughs> Roman was wild in this year, bro. I've never seen that in my life. Bro, came in the middle of the match. I ain't got my wrestlers down yet. My top 10 or whatever. I'm, I'm like reflecting while we talk about it. Roman yo, that definitely, was, definitely that is in condition, crazy. man. Because, yeah, just to be and able to. He's been doing with Jay Uso, man. It's just, oh my God, bro. What Roman did damn near reminds me of when The Rock found himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, at first they gave him that shitty, you know what I'm saying? But once he got in the the nation and started to like really develop his character, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, he finally got his character. Like, I don't know how much that goes to Paul Heyman. I would think a lot, honestly. You know, Paul Heyman. Great mouthpiece as well for him. But Roman's selling it though. Man, you know, Roman, yeah. You remember the promos he had with Cena and Cena was making him look like a rookie? Yeah. It you know, the only thing you could do is call him a bitch. He ain't nowhere near that no more. <laughs> he ain't nowhere near that. And shout out to Roman for that, man. They definitely, definitely made this that fourth quarter like look real different for WWE. And I know they I know they were. Happy as hell. You know when contract negotiations come up, Paul's asking for the check. (laughs) The check. I done produced two, like, monumental champions for y'all. Are you kidding me? I need the check. Paul Heyman is cold-blooded, man. This dude been getting paid this whole time. Still ain't paid his ECW workers. (laughs) Yo, you a fool. Sick, man. Like, come on, man. Man, um, let's 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 get into some of these lists before we had the first hour, man. Um, let's start. We'll just start with some of our favorite events of 2020. It doesn't have to be like a set list or anything like that. Just some of your favorite events. Some of mine's I had uh Revolution of ABW. I just thought that was great. We seen like I said Moxley get the title. Um, you know, I think we had uh 
Cody versus MJF there, Omega versus the Bucks, so on and so. A lot of great, really great feuds and matches right there. Royal Rumble, uh, obviously, you know what I'm saying, the whole Brock 13 eliminations. Obviously, I know that because me and my mans took shots for every elimination, stupidly. And that nigga was like throwing niggas out left or right. And then we got the Keith Lee moment. That was dope as hell. Then with Drew, Drew and the whole ricochet kicking him and uh rocking the nuts to get him eliminated. That shit, all of that yeah, was dope. That Royal Rumble was even amazing. the final four that was, was a great Royal Rumble. You right. That was a really great Royal Rumble this year. Royal Rumble, bro. Um NXT Portland. I thought that was a really dope card, also. Uh, I think that was we had. Cole versus Ciampa. Um, I think we had Cole versus Ciampa. I think it was uh, the Bruiser, the Bros Weights versus. I think it was versus Undisputed Era. Am I not mistaken? Uh, I can't think of the whole card, but it was a really dope card. I think Kushida and uh, Dream was on that too. I might, I might be wrong. Um, Worlds collide like that was unexpectedly fire this year. UE versus Imperium. Crazy, dumb, crazy. I don't that think was, I've seen worlds, worlds yeah, card, bro. That you seen worlds, you just had to see. Okay. Um, what, what, what was on the card? Give me a second, I got you. Uh, where I had my join at. Oh, that was okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the uh, undisputed versus uh, Imperium. yeah, Imperium. Uh, I don't call that, yeah, okay. Yeah, that shit was dumb fire. I don't recall that too goodly, but uh, too, too, let me see. Let me uh, me bring up that card real quick. Cause I really did like that card, son. I ain't even gonna hold you. Where was that right before Mania? Where is it? Where is it? Worlds Collide right after Mania? One of these two. Where is this shit? I know it was around Mania season. Oh, they did it before the Rumble. Pardon me. So they had Imperium versus UE, Rhea Ripley versus uh, Tony Storm, DIY versus Mustache Mountain was on that card. Mm, you had Jordan Devlin. Um, yeah, Jordan Devlin versus Angel Garza versus Isaiah Scott versus Travis Banks. That shit was dope. Mm. Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov. Then you had Kaylee Ray. Okay, I, I definitely remember yeah, that. Yeah, that, that card was fire. I Man, that I was that card. I'm bad. I forgot. <laughs> Yo, and I had, to, I had to go back. I had to go back. <laughs> and I looked at the list from the year. I'm like, oh, no, I got to go back and swing and see this uh, okay, list. Okay. And my last joint, I'll say just full gear. Like, that was just a lit-ass cover. Kenny Omega, Hangman, fucking FTR, the Bucks. Like, come on. What, what what more did you want from that? Like, it was more. But we had Cassidy versus. Who else was Cassidy? Who was Cassidy based on that card? I don't remember. But fire, fire fucking card, though, man. Um, What are some of your favorite events from this year, bro? Man, I can't recall too many that you didn't already mention, but offhand uh, that you haven't mentioned, I want to say the NXT in your house. Oh yeah, that was dope. That was Leo uh, and Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. They 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 went in ham in that one. I believe also it was Gargano versus Damian Priest on that card as well. Yep. yep. And uh, damn, like, who, was it? No, was it? Was that one? Didn't Balor, please? No, I think he was right. Hold on, I think you were right. Let me see in your house. We got you right here. Yeah, uh, Cole versus Dream in the back lot, back lot brawl. Keith Lee versus Gargano. Sorry, and um, 
Damian Priest, you were right. Uh, yeah, that I don't know. That, that was one with the. Uh, yeah, carry across destroying. I'm trying, one, I'm trying to think of the one that was with Finn Balor and uh, Kyle O'Reilly. What was that? That Which was NXT like, 31. 31. Okay. Yeah, that car was fire too. NXT did NXT did really well this year, man. Finn Bal they let Finn Balor really turn up this year, and they needed. I was about to say too earlier, like yo, Finn Balor had just an amazing year, bro. Like I got three three match of the contenders with Finn Balor's name in it. Like I shout can't out to McAfee also. I got to throw him a hat too. He definitely brought Eyes City yeah. to them. He brought he was a draw at NXT. Like he was a draw. And that's crazy to say. Pat McAfee was a draw in NXT, bro. Like, you know, bro, NXT. I that was one of my match of the year candidates. <laughs> His debut was a match of the year candidate. That's Nicole? Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And that's a detriment to Adam Cole. Like, just how good Adam Cole is. Oh, him. yeah. He was definitely the ring general, obviously, in that matchup. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like that was just amazing. Hey, shout out to for um for Pat to really showing his athleticism though. Like for him to just be a kicker, that dude is an athletic man, yo. Man, cause he he turned up in war games too. The fucking senton off off the ring. He tried to what else he did? The um, I think he was doing like a like a spring a springboard some shit. Like I can't remember, but he was moving in that uh war games joint, bro. Um, but yeah, that was that was some dope events from the year, man. Uh, any other, you know, what I'm saying, definitely let us know. You know, what I'm saying, oh, oh, what, what, what last one I got a uh, WWE Hell in the Cell. Oh, fuck. Bro, that, was, that, one. that was one of their best, if not their best. Yo, review of the year, man. Oh, was, bro, you, bro. Two matches. Sasha Banks and Bailey, I believe it was fire. Um, like that was not hell in the cell, right? Yes, sir. Fire match. You know what then? They had another crazy match on SmackDown. Oh, that made their feud even better. It makes their feud even better. <laughs> Yo, man, Sasha Banks was had a crazy year, bro. Like, I damn near wanted to put Sasha versus Carmella on like my candidate list, bro. That was that was a good match. It was. It was match. a good match. Ever, bro. That was her defining moment. It was. Like, that definitely was Carmella's best uh, match. That shit was. I think everybody can see that. Hell yeah. Like, I wish Carmella could hear this shit. I hope someone tags Carmella to this motherfucking post and tell her, yo, you need to save that that match. Like, she needs to go on the WWE Network and record that <laughs> and just. That's how you wrestle. When Such I see you, that's how you wrestle. My Will Smith voice for yeah. real. <laughs> she needs oh, to get that match. Bailey versus Sasha from Takeover One, and just study those two matches, and she'll be she'll be good to go. Yo, you know a dud that we had on here that everybody I know. Like I remember, we was in the chat, and we were just like, "What the fuck is this?" Bobby Lashley versus Slapjack. Oh man, yeah, that's. You know what's sad? Shane Thorne is a good wrestler, so that should have been a good match, but it was just weak. Man, just he got the worst mask in all the wrestling, you know. But like, I don't want no, I don't want no problems with that nigga, man. Because I've seen 
I've seen how they get down on Twitter, bro. Like, they are undefeated on Twitter. <laughs> Yo, man, they've been smoking everybody who talk crazy on Twitter, man. Mustafa Ali just caught a body last week, man. Like, the facts. Uh, I don't like, outside of there, outside of the Hell in a Cell matches, it was a lot of like eh matches, but the Hell in a Cell matches were so strong that it makes this card still fire. Man, they were that they were that fire to me. Like you still had, you had Randy winning the championship here. Walter is like people used to complain about Pete Dunn, man. Like Walter, like I really wish they did more exposure on the UK and just were like you know. I guess because of the pandemic, they weren't able to wrestle for even longer than everybody else, too. But to think like he had very little opportunities to really showcase himself. And damn, he made them motherfuckers. He made it an oppression with, with so little. You know what I'm saying? And when we, when, when, I mean, let you want to you want to go with uh, wrestling matches or wrestlers of the year first? Let's go with the matches. All right, let's go matches, because I'm glad you said that, bro. Um, let me go to my list. Man, yeah, because Walter versus Aja, bro, like. I ain't no, because Ilya. Ilya. I don't know. I, I love yeah. that name, bro. Ilya. That's a fire name, dog. My apologies for butchering your name, Ilya, but shit, bro. I have never laughed so hard in my life, dog. Like, yes. I, I can't recall laughing that hard since like watching, since watching the, uh, the Four Kings or the original Kings of Comedy when it first came out, right after smoking, my G. At a match? No, no, no. Like when, when the when the <laughs> yeah, dog. Because I just got done smoking and then like I came. <laughs> I came in and watched that shit blaze, my dude. And like, oh my, they God. were beating the shit out God. of me. I was laughing so hard, bro. I was like, are you serious right now? Like, I was, I was like, am I just high right now? Or are they beating the fuck out of each other right now? But yo, I'm telling you, son. Yeah. When I seen yeah. that, like, bro, it was crazy. I'm not even like when I just rewatched it, right? I was just because you know, shout out W. They had their ten best matches little stream joint on there, right? So mm-hmm. I went back into go back and finish watching it, and it just it started at the end of the match, where it's just Ilya just laying on the ground with a battered back, and you just sit there and be like, "Yo, what, dog? Like, you could that itself make you want to be like, nah, I gotta rewind this. You know what I'm saying? I have to rewind this match, bro. I have to go back and watch it sober to think like, man, was I just like, did I just smoke some really good like? Strand and like I was just tripping out, or did they really beat the hell out of each other, bro? I don't know, I man. I, and I, I was really like, I like matches like that. It was hard, but I was just like, all right, yeah. I don't this know, man. I didn't match, bro. Like, yeah, that was a I legit match of the year, just off of chops, bro. Do you want to start? Do you want to start? Are you going from uh one to ten or uh ten to one to ten or ten to one? Man, like. <sighs> Shit, man, I got I got more than ten on my list, so I'd really. Oh shit, hey, yo, I don't care, bro. I don't care. Me and I mean, there's, there's one match like I I wouldn't have this on my top ten. I love this match, and I see why people would have it on their top ten. But like to me, like when I just think like, all right, if I'm like being like objective, you know what I'm saying, non-biased mm-hmm. on the matter, you know what I'm saying, taking my personal, you know, like. 
Oh, you about to hey, slander hey, Firefly? Hey, no, 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 I ain't, no, I ain't saying like no mega shit. I'm just saying if I take my personal like uh, favorite out of it, you know what I'm saying? No, no biasness or what, whatnot. The Undertaker AJ Styles, like while I love that Boneyard matchup, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I really did think like that was like the best part of WrestleMania since losing the audience really took away from that more than yeah. any other show of the year. It hurt that, you know what I'm saying? No, you're not lying. But, not lying but man like it was such a spectacle but it was a cinematography type matchup to where like it was fun yeah it was a great like people like they forget like it's a fun match you know what i'm saying like it was funny it was entertaining wild replay come on man play wild entertaining funny everything I, I I love I love that, but it was just too. Like, I was watching like one of them, like uh, like one of them, like nineteen nineties, like like cop shows or like like Walker Texas Ranger or something like that. All the like Drew type joints. It, it was it was Matt Hardy shit all over again, just like on that level, if if not even better, debatable. You know what I'm saying, like. Because Matt Hardy's final. It didn't have it didn't have as much corky. Matt Hardy's yeah, shit. Matt Hardy's shit was just beautiful. Tiny one frame. Like I I can never take away from that shit. That was, yeah, yeah, he's he has he, he changed the game with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but it was in that genre, you know. So it was just like, man, can I really say this is like and we the, got we got we got uh American badass about these matches, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like for just in ring, you know what I'm saying? Cause like when I look at that match, it falls under it falls under like overall, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It doesn't fall into in ring category for me, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it falls into that other stuff that falls into being a a top notch wrestler, you know. It isn't just all right. in ring. You need to have that mic skills, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. But that when it comes to match of the year, it's 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 little. It, it, I get what you're saying though. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Because I, I went with, I went into that same thing and going into my list. I feel like I'm missing some things off, but man, uh, one one I got up on there. Obviously, I have to put the Okada versus Naito. Like going back, I just watched that one today. I watched like four matches today, and then I watched like a couple like a couple weeks back. I was thinking that Kenta like a couple weeks back was like. I remember watching that back. I was like, damn, that show's like damn near an hour long, my nigga. Like. With the mm-hmm. celebration and shit, it was over an hour long. It was like maybe like an hour and hour and like twenty minutes or some shit like that. <laughs> like fucking, but um, that was longer than the Okada versus Naito. But the the history, the story itself, it had so much of a story behind it. It's like that. It's like all they had to do was not fuck up. You know what I'm saying? And 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 they already in contention because of so much that was going into that. But they delivered on that shit, bro. Like that was definitely the match of the night for night two. But obviously, I can't say that was. I don't know if it was better. Like maybe, maybe just due to all those extra little things, like the story and the history and everything, I might, I might edge it over the Osprey versus Hiromo match. Mm-hmm. Overall, but like if I like. If I was someone who didn't watch New Japan for the past like six, seven years, you know what I'm saying? 
and that was my first time watching. That's my first Wrestle Kingdom with a new set of eyes. I could definitely see why someone would be like Osprey versus Takahashi was a better match. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, damn, I don't know where to like really place those two. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of the same thing. Like another two matches on on, on my list. They're both would probably fall into the top 10. I got probably like maybe 18 or so on this list. But if I was like to order them, I'm pretty sure that Adam Cole, Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, that fatal four way would probably make the top 10. Like, I forgot about that initially when we were going over our, our matches in the chat. You know what I'm Iron saying? Iron joint, yeah. And I'm just like, yo, man, I totally forgot. They have that crazy ass fucking Iron Man. It was like the four pillars of like NXT, bro. Like that is like your attitude era, Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, and Undertaker in a fatal four way, Mm -hmm. but for NXT. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they killed it. And like, I love the execution. You know what I'm saying? There were times where I did kind of feel like people were like just like staying outside the ring, or you know what I'm saying? Like. While Just other like people, music, like, little parts you know and stuff. Yeah, they did do that. Yeah. They did do that. Yeah, but like that was like the thing. I was like, damn, that stills a fire match. But I'm like, was it better than Balor versus Adam Cole? Like when they went one on one the following week after for the tiebreaker, you know, like I forgot how fire that match was. Went back and watched. I was like, damn, this Bro, is I was so heartbroken. I was like, this is a match of the year contender, and this is Balor finally getting back to like, you know what I'm saying? The Prince. To, yeah, his, to his his spot, you know what I'm saying? And the elite, you know, like this, and like he kind of really went under the radar this year, like in a sense. Here and there, here and there. The injury kind of messed him up a little bit. I only say that because, like, I'm looking back on my list. I'm just like, that's two matches right there that are already, like, in my match of the year. And then, obviously, you got him versus Kyle O'Reilly, which won NXT's match of the year on an mm-hmm. NXT, literally. You know, so it's just like, damn, bro. Like, Finn Balor kind of killed it this year. I'm kind of curious where they're going to end up ranking him overall. And he's been doing that for, like, he had a, a good stretch that he's done this. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just like a one-month type thing. He's been doing this. He's He's been on a run since coming back to NXT. Nah, facts. Probably, That's a snap. He only, he only lost, I believe, to Adam Cole that one time he went for the title before he, he got his second shot at it. He lost to Adam Cole. I mean, he lost to Adam Cole. I think he beat oh, Tim he lost Thatcher. He lost to Keith Lee in that triple threat match, too. Didn't he? He faced, he faced yeah. Thatcher this year, right? Huh? He faced Thatcher this year, right? Yeah, he beat him. Okay, yeah, that was a goodie, too. That was a good match. We didn't get the fight pit this year. That was last year. That was last year. Well, that was 2019, right? We didn't get the fight pit this year. Oh. Did we get the fight pit this year? Matt Riddle and and Thatcher, that was this year, I believe. Early. That might, yeah. I'm glad he mentioned that, dog. Yeah, that that definitely was. Gonna fight. It was crazy. That joint was so fire, bro. Yeah. Like, shout Man, out to Nixie for really messed up this whole. And now we gonna get Champa and Thatcher in there. Oh, quick, quick, quick! Who you think gonna win that? Man, 
Thatcher got to win it, man. He got to. He undefeated. He it, man. I mean, he, he took out Riddle, and that was a crazy yeah. match, bro. Now that you mentioned that, like, bro, I'm glad you, you said that because that definitely deserves to be on the top 10, bro. And I would have left that out. And that would have been a robbery, in, in my opinion, just like, damn. That was a great I match. That was a great match, bro. Yo, that nigga kicked that nigga kicked Thatcher too, bro. Hey, yo, he really had kicked Thatcher tooth out. That was insane, family. He came on, he jumped off the cage and wop pop. I was like, yo, what in the Mortal Kombat is going on here? But no, that was dumb fire, man. I might my list is already set, so I'm gonna probably add that to my honorable mentions, but Damn, that was such a fire match, yo. Let me see real quick. Yeah, yeah. But let, let me let me get some. I need to start really thinking like the order. Like, let's see. You all got on my joint. Now I'm good with everything I got on my list, but that definitely is gonna. I'm definitely adding that to my honorable mentions, man. But uh, let me get it. Why you just say your joint up? I say mine's. Uh, honorable mention number one, the fight pit. I gotta go with that, man. That was fire. Um, number two, Finn versus Gargano. Three, Sammy versus AJ versus Shinsuke. Finn versus Gargano. That was a fire, man. That was a fight. That's why I said. That's why I said it early. That's why the. That's why it was originally one honorable mention. It was my number one honorable mention. Bro, I was so amped for that uh few finally um like getting to it, bro. But uh my my third one is uh Sammy versus AJ versus Shinsuke. I mean, if it I mean the I feel like the match was good, it's a really great match, but I think the moment overshines the match. And but that was such a dope moment, though. Like Sammy was a literally a genius right there, bro. But um, that uh, hold on, I want to drop tweez. I want to drop the tweez. Uh, I got Jordan Devlin versus Tyler Bate. I think that was Blackpool two, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that was this year, right? That was definitely this year. Uh, I believe Jordan. Yeah, I believe Jordan Devlin versus Tyler Bate was this year because that's when the jump where you had Triple H. Johnny Ace and um Shawn Michaels standing standing um standing up with them and shit like that. I can't even recall. I can't even recall in a minute with with them. The only the UK the UK has been like outside of the uh their UK title match. Let me see Blackpool. Yeah 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 Blackpool two Blackpool two. Um. Number four might be mad at me for this one. This is honorable mentions, yeah. These are honorable mentions. These uh, are honorable mentions. Bailey versus Sasha Hell in a Cell. I know, I know, but you once you hear my list, you uh, you'll be uh, you'll be like, okay, I understand. Uh five Royal Rumble and six uh stadium stampede. Royal Rumble, my nigga, that's what the actual Royal Rumble, like the actual oh, match itself. Like the Royal Rumble, that that counts as a match. Like is it for, not a match? I mean, technically, but like, <laughs> like who you got? Thirty niggas, get, 
I thought it was a really dope That's what I'm saying. I thought it was dope as hell. You had Brock doing like knocking niggas out, elimination for elimination, elimination, just waiting for whatever nigga. Like he literally was having a gauntlet for himself up until you know what I'm saying, niggas like Keith Lee came in and like the big boys started coming in. You had Drew, then like I said, the ricochet moment, then the final four, like it was dope, bro. I'm sorry, it was dope. Um, like I said, then I got Stadium Stampede as my last honorable mention. They coming in at number 10, Firefly Funhouse. This is going off what we were saying earlier, where it's like it's a lot of great stories be told in it. Not a lot of wrestling, though. So I can't really place it too high, but the impact of this match is undeniable. Like just how you said, uh with the Taker and AJ joint being one of the best parts of Mania, I feel Firefly Funhouse was the best part of Mania. Yes, um, people were talking about the Boneyard match, but everybody and a mama was like, what did I just see with Bray Wyatt and John Cena? You had John Cena with the NWO in this joint. It was nuts, bro. Like the, That was one of the craziest, funnest, Dopest matches I've seen this year. Uh, number nine I got coming in is Roman versus Jay Uso, Hell in a Cell. Um, I quit match. I mean, come on. This was just storytelling at its finest, brutality at its finest. You know what I'm saying? Great acting. You had Jay, you know what I'm saying? I mean, Jimmy come in and literally beg for, you know what I'm saying? His 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 brother's life damn near, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, what's good with you? Like, you got it, you got it. Like, that was crazy. You just had Roman just being the brute that he really was made to be. Like that, like that Roman reminds me of the Roman that was marketed in the shield. You know what I'm saying? Like, forget the big dog. Like, this Roman that just here to whoop ass. You know what I'm saying? Um Number eight, I got AJ versus Daniel Bryan Intercontinental Championship Finals. I just thought that match was just so dope. Classic, you know what I'm saying, two dudes. Like, literally, you could probably say not really in their prime anymore, but still wrestle like they're in their prime. Like, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? You know how people say LeBron's still in his prime? I guess you can still say that with AJ and Daniel Bryan. And these dudes, at their age, show wrestling are like, like they – Rest wrestling for a pure championship and ring of honor. You feel me? That's how that match made me feel. Um, number seven, I got one of the um one of my favorite matches I got to see from the G1 out of the little I got from New Japan, but just seeing this match, it was so fucking dope. Shingo versus Osprey. I think it was I forgot which day it was exactly, but from the um G1 climax this year, they got busy. Shingo got busy in that um and Osprey. For real, for real. They got busy in that G1 for all the way. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. Shout out to Shingo. He's really becoming one of my favorite wrestlers since he got to New Japan. Um, number six, I got Omega versus Pac, 30-man Iron Man, 30-minute Iron Man match from AEW Dynamite. I mean, what more can I say? Like, them dudes put the fuck on in that match. Uh, number five, I got Finn versus O'Reilly from NXT Takeover 31. I mean, storyline in that joint was just crazy. You just know, like, the, the, what's I want to say this? The, 
the admiration you got for a nigga like Kyle O'Reilly. And you like you always want to see a guy like that win. You know what I'm saying? Especially how he got there. You know what I'm saying? We know Kyle O'Reilly gets busy. You know what I'm saying? But not a lot of people do. So for us to see him have a match like that with a guy we know is championship material through and through, and them dudes go as crazy as they did, breaking jaws, cracking ribs, submission hold after submission hold, strike after strike, amazing match down to the wire. Um, number four, I got Bucks versus FTR. Come on. One of the biggest feuds that we had in wrestling, interpromotional, in the promotion, all of that. In the match, it 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 did what it's supposed to do. Like it met its expectations. And then some, especially with the oh the homage to their um idols. We had we had the um FTR do the heart attack and what was the other move that they did, bro? Uh the the DIY the DIY did well didn't it actually they did three things because I thought they did the um joint where you did the uh blockbuster off the uh top rope but I forgot what move that one might be but anyways they had that then you had the bugs doing the um 3D and the swan and the twisted fades to the swan time bomb like that was really dope man little moments in the match with the little both of them in the uh stereo shooter star press I mean not shooter star um sharpshooters and they had the bucks you know I mean the uh FTR grabbing each other's hands and such like that. I thought that was dope. Then you had the final moment where it was like when the when they just did the wrong, they went outside of their character. FTR went outside of their character and flipped instead of fist. That sounds crazy, but <laughs> pause if anything. But yo, they 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 did a my man Dash did an amazing 450 off the rope. And missed terribly. Nick with his injured foot hit the super kick for the win. And that was just a, a, it's great storytelling, man. Anybody can go back and watch that match and just see how great that was. At three, I got Hiromu versus Osprey. I mean, just like I said, my match of the night for uh for um G. I'm not G1 for Wrestle Kingdom. And it was a lot of great matches on there. And them two dudes. Really went balls to the wall, and it was it was great for just the story of Hiromu coming from the neck injury, and really putting on the way he did, and Osprey putting on the way he did in the hard ass like spots that they were having. Dope, dope ass match, dope, dope ass match. Two, I got Ilya Dragunov versus Walter, brutality at his finest. Shout out to Nigel McGinnis, he's like was selling that match and calling that match like it wasn't nothing. Um, like you said, just pure brutality, like great energy. Like, I don't even know what else to say. That's just the type of matches I like, man. And they did it to the highest, to highest degree. And number one, I got Omega and Page versus the Bucks. I mean, just following that storyline of you know what I'm saying, Hangman wanting to leave the Bucks, all of that such, man. And just all of the little all of that stuff intertwined made it one of my favorite matches of the year, especially that ending moment. Where like Hangman speculated what was about to uh, well I think it was uh I mean the the announcers were speculating if Hangman was about to hit Omega with the lariat with the um, buckshot lariat, and they were like oh oh well maybe I was seeing things I was like oh these niggas oh my god let's go is uh, but uh those are my top ten man those are my top ten. 
Shit, I'm almost done with mine. I'm on I'm on my last one right now, but I want to do a few honorable mentions. So give me one second. Uh let's see here. Just, uh, um, Actually, we go. I'm gonna run to the bathroom real quick. See here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, one. Mention.
Alright, just one for the homie to get back. Get my list together while. Alright, does that? Let me see here. Who would be my top 10? For anybody tuning in, make sure y'all hit that like. Make sure y'all share the, the podcast. Make sure y'all uh, hit up the comment section with your, your favorite wrestlers and whatnot. Who y'all think should be in the top 10? I'm trying to think of my top 10 right now, and it's really kind of hard to say who would, who would really be top 10 for me, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. My bad. Had to go grab a corn muffin. Let's see here. I say, what you got, brother? All right, for my for my my wrestling matches, uh, start with five honorable mentions. The first one would be Io Shirai versus Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley at In Your House. Mm-hmm. Um, the ladies, I feel like they uh, kind of stole the show on that one. Like that, that was a, that was a, that was a good show for them. They they really cooked on that one. Um, Io crazy ass jumped off the roof and shit. Yo, always doing some wild mm-hmm. shit, man. Uh, war games with the with the, <laughs> the trash. Eo's mm-hmm. <laughs> wild, man. Eo had a crazy year. Like, I'm glad I didn't put down my top ten list yet for the women, uh, not for women, but overall, because she definitely might be in that top ten list, if not an honorable mention for sure. But um, yeah, that matchup, that triple threat. Then I have to put the Sasha Banks versus Bailey from SmackDown. This mm-hmm. is like Sasha's like first time, like breaking that curse that you know every time she wrestles she ends up losing as soon as she gets the title she never successfully defends it you her know? and johnny her and johnny doing yeah, the same so like, you just knew after she finally got up after that like that hurdle you're just like all right man now she's finally gonna get her her turn you know mm-hmm. and she's been killing it all year too you know even when oh, she was with, with bailey you know what i'm saying like i feel like bailey really it was, it was, they, needed, they needed each other. Yeah, but they really another level. They K shine and DNA for real. No, for real. It's like they really it's like, that. It's like we always know. All right, we already knew what the outcome was going to be for this. This whole feud, right. obviously, but just the fact that they took it to a whole nother level, character wise. Like Bailey's is in her prime right now, character wise. Sasha is really owning her character right now. Now, in that one, since I didn't see where it was going, because I, 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 if anything, I thought Sasha being the one to lose her title first, and you know Bailey being the one with the two titles for the most part. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I felt like even before Sasha became a two. Well, I'm talking about the split. I ain't, I'm not talking about like yeah all other stuff. We knew the split was coming as soon as Sasha locked eyes with that title. But well, other than that, continue though. Continue. God, I, I, Bailey, I, 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 though. Yeah. But yeah, so so that that SmackDown matchup that was fire. Um this this one right here, like I put this, this one on the honorable mention because I watched it today and it, it did the same thing that Walter I, I forgot how to pronounce his name. Ilya Dragonov. Ilya, Ilya. Yeah, but I watched the uh Ishii versus Suzuki from the G1. Oh, that, shit was so, oh. Yo, that match was so hilarious. Man. Oh. 
they yo that was a hard <laughs> pause but that was a hard body match <laughs> that was a elton gate you're gonna Ooh, laugh you go back it it, bro. like they just like scrap it out the gate bro like yeah and i'm mad i didn't get to go back because i'm pretty sure it would have made the list at least an honorable mention mm -hmm. i didn't get to see suzuki versus abushi or i missed Ishii that one versus abushi because i know abushi with ishi they always have crazy matches so i'm probably gonna go watch it back. no i did see that one i did watch that back when i get a chance because you know another one just to throw out there was a random goodie from ishi this year and Suzuki, I think it was them two versus Jeff Cobb. Them two oh, yeah. matches with Jeff Cobb this year. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. Yeah, because I definitely was like, yeah, I got to go see all three of them. Like, they have like a little triangle. Whenever they wrestle yeah. each other, it's like it's like they know they can kill like, each other. Are you, are, did you? Yeah, prepare it's like they die? Die. I, could, I ain't got to hold back on you. Like, you're tough. You can take it. <laughs> did you prepare to die? <laughs> did the They're family know you're you wrestling to me yeah. today? Now they definitely get they definitely get busy. Shout out to the OG Suzuki man. Man, the fact he's even in a in, at least in, in my and my you know preference like a, in a match of the year like says something for like his age and everything as long yeah, as he's really been like match of the year like top like match of the year kind better yeah. since what the AJ match. You know what though? No, because man, last year him and Ishii again, bro. Like it would definitely be. The, like him and Ishii always have fire. Ishii. Oh, okay, so okay, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They always have the the same matches. It's just like it's like them slap competition videos, bro. Where like people just slap the shit out of each other. Yo, back the, yo, the, the big the big white dude. <laughs> like that's what they do. when they be in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yo, what is he doing? I'm like, ain't no way, bro. Like, they be beating the crap out of each other. Man, those throat chops be crazy, bro. Fourth yeah. honorable mention would be Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee, man. That was an mm -hmm. amazing debut, man. Like, Pat McAfee, like, and I feel like I even put that one over their War Games match, which was, like, a little spotty for me. Only because, like, you knew, only in the sense, like, I, I love War Games. I don't care what Jim Cornette or anybody else says about it. I fucked with the match, personally. Uh, but fuck Jim Cornette. But this is the same problem. Sometimes I'll like he'll he'll have some 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 good points. You know what I'm saying? But the problem I had with that match I had with the the WWE uh, I believe it was the table ladders and chair pay per view, where where they had all the uh, they had all these tables set up and it's just like you know the match isn't over until they go through all the tables. Like there's they're uh, not. I'm not in the match. Like, so it's like, they still had uh, uh, yeah, like, fish and, uh, somebody else table still up at the end of the match. It's like, yeah, it's like why, why are you putting up four tables when you ain't put person through one yet? Like, like who doesn't? Like, you know, like, yeah, that's funny. Back in the day, yeah. So it's just like, all right, they're setting up all their spots in advance, my dude. Like, come on, G. Like, but it was still a fire match, but that just took the suspense of like, all right, man, I know the match ain't over yet, you know, because, like, those two, we set that in. If it wasn't the uh, if it wasn't the Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns, I believe that was the match. That was the match. That was, that was it. That was it, yep. That those two spots, I was like, all right, damn. Like, there was two perfectly good spots where, like, if that those tables weren't already set up in the ring, you would have been fooled into thinking, all right, that's the match. You know what I'm saying? But then you see those two tables and you're like, nah, that ain't the match yet. And sure enough, 
those two times were like, it ain't the match yet because there's still one mat. There's still two tables. Now there's one table. All right, that table's gone. Now the match get in, and that's when the match ends. You know, like. But um. So so in that sense, I I preferred it over the War Games match, and then this match I went to watch today, and it's just like, damn, like these are like the two. The two future for like Japanese, you know what I'm saying? Because right now you got Naito and Akata, you know what I'm saying? You got Ace who's starting to bow out, you know? He's like fading into like, he's right yeah, up. He, got, he got a good, I'd give him maybe three years. One, you know what give, I'm saying? He got like good three years. If, if he was come back, like he had an amazing year. Like he, mm-hmm. he was the one that like, they're the one who let him defeat Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't bring my back up, bro. That was, that was some, I ain't like how that shit went down. And and to beat Abushi during really arguably like that was like the time where like, <laughs> we could have pushed the trigger on Abushi right then and there, and we could have got the the dream match him and Omega at Wrestle Kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Something we might not ever get now, while they're still in their prime, and they're still in their prime right now. You know what I'm saying? But that would have been the perfect time to do it. You know what I'm saying? Never say never. Never say never. Yeah, I ain't gonna say never, you know, like especially the way things are going you never now. Can say like, never at wrestling. That's one thing you can never say now, especially in these days. I mean, especially now, like Omega's getting right back to where he was at. You know what I'm saying? He he was a team player that first year, you know what I'm saying? Let them do his thing. Now he's like, All right, I let everybody eat. Now I'm about to eat now. You know what I'm saying? Really? Like, I fed I fed all the children. Now it's time to, you know. Make that 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 main plate, you know, be a little bit bigger than the everybody else's plate, but you know, you make sure everybody ate, you know. Right. But with Kota Ibushi, man, that's the thing. It's like, damn, man, like two G ones in a row. But honorable mention him and a uh, Sonata at the finals of the G one this year. That was a that mm-hmm. was a good match. But the only thing was like just due to everything, the circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Like I just watched it today. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't, don't want to jump the gun and just throw that in my top 10 like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like, you, bro. Yeah. I feel you. So I'll give it a shout out, but I, I can't put it in the top 10. Um, did you do your whole top 10? I believe you did. Yeah, you did. Um, you got the Young Bucks and uh, Omega and Hangman for number one, yeah? Yep. All right. I, I have that pretty close up on my list. Um, at number 10, I had AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. That one-on-one on SmackDown, that was a fire matchup, bro. Like, that was just a great. Those are Hall of Famers, bro. Like, first ballot. Your first ballot. That was, that was like Daniel Bryan's best match in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll and, probably. I mean, yeah, that other one. Him and Jay, him Jay, him and Jay did get busy. Him and Jay got busy, but yeah. that was his best one. Like, you talk about like one of the ones for that to be on TV. It felt like a pay-per-view match. Man, I feel bad. I didn't give no Roman Reigns honorable mentions, but he definitely had an amazing year with that with that whole, just like a, very late into the year, you know. But loving his work. I'm not, mad at, I'm not mad at that at all, bro. I did. I said that same thing with like certain um like rap albums, so I can see the same thing with wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Balor versus Cole at uh when when Finn Balor after the Fatal Four Way. Finn Balor and Cole, I like that one better than I actually like the Fatal 4-Way. Even though I like the idea of the Fatal 4-Way, like, even though I don't really, for the most part, don't care about having a a four-man Iron Man match, Fatal 4-Way. It was new, though. It was something fresh. I like that something new. It was new. Yeah. 
but I liked it was like the it was like the Mount Rushmore of NXT. That's what made it special to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it played out exactly how it should have played out. Like with Finn mm -hmm. being like the George Washington <laughs> of the NXT. <laughs> you know, like oh, you know, man, can we not relate? Can we not relate some of my favorite wrestlers to these races? That <laughs> I don't know. That just doesn't yeah, sound right. But then, I don't think that. My G, like Finn Balor, straight up got the. He was the one who looked like the OG in the in the, in the matchup. You know what I'm saying? And Adam Cole came off as like the like the like, French new guy yeah, on the block, yeah, like the, the, the the opportunist. You know what I'm saying? The sneaky, you know, the heel. You know, like out, you out got, of the bunch, you, got, you, know? you got you got Champa, the grizzle veteran. Champa and Gargano, like they're like the definition of like. Get it from the mud, dog. Like those two. Yo, they're, they're the, they they are they are uh they're like they're like Kenny. I mean, they're like Kevin and Sammy, but like they just met later in time. Yeah, man. Like they dudes, man. Like it's dope to see like the fan. The fans put them in that position, kind of like how they did with like a Daniel Bryan and people like that. You know what I'm saying? You like. I don't think the WWE would have initially even like had plans to push as strong. If the fans didn't really, and Gargano would say the same thing. I right, I tell you because they said that after the Cruiserweight Classic, they you know what I'm saying they clamored to get well, Ciampa clamored to get on the match with Johnny Gargano. It wasn't even on the card. Yeah, I ain't the fact that they got the reception they did is like, all right, yo, y'all see this right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck with your boys. <laughs> But um, go ahead, man. Finish your list, bro. Number seven, I got a uh, Harumu versus Osprey at Wrestle Kingdom. Like they just had like this crazy ass sequence. I was like, they probably had the best sequence on the entire, on the entire list, and that's why I like put it up on there. The chemistry, like, Harumu with the coming back from the neck injury, like you said, like that was a career-ending neck injury. The comeback happens. I was, bro. You like, know how I used to put how over I put I used to put this dude over in the fucking group, dude, when like nobody was talking about this dude in the group. Yeah. Yo, this nigga right here with the fly jackets. This amazing, is that guy. He got his neck all oh, like, no, no, it's the future. He right up there with Osprey and Ricochet, but like he's like a more reckless, like he's like a he's he's reckless. And, and I don't mean like that, like in like a Put them together way. I mean, like in like the best way possible, bro. <laughs> like, you know, bro, Dragon Lee matches. No regard. You know what I'm saying? Like this dude is like ECW. Like he would have fit in ECW. Yes. Specifically, bro. Yeah, like, he'd have been one of them that's niggas. Probably would have pulled the first surgeon to have faith in Guerrero or something like that. Yo, swear to God, he could have really had classics with a lot of people, bro. Every deep, the guy crazy. At six, I got Young Bucks and FTR. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? That was a great matchup, mm -hmm. man. Um, long overdue, man. I like the the whole storyline with that matchup, man. That showed like a whole different side of the Young Bucks. And man, I ain't even going front, bro. After reading, like, I, I ain't even close to being finished with that Young Bucks uh, book. Oh, one moment. Give me one. Hey, you put, you put, yeah, he's definitely been putting this book over like a motherfucker in the yeah. chat, bro. I definitely agree with you. I mean, you make me want to get that shit. But one thing I say about Bucks and FTR, man, is like when you see two dope artists, like two great writers or something like that, like who knows? Like, I don't know. Say like not comparing. I'm just saying like like Quincy and, you know what I'm saying, Stevie got in a room together and made a song together. You know what I'm saying? When you have two 
wrestlers who are really great at storytelling and they're able to collab with each other, you get great matches like this. You know what I'm saying? I think that's I think that's the dopest shit. Cause them dudes, like I said, from going from the whole F the revival, fuck the revival, BTE shit, like then them owning the name, like internet beef, all of that such, man. It definitely, definitely, definitely made out to be a dope match, man. I still love that springboard from uh what's his name from Dash, man. That shit was clean cut, bro. Clean cut. So you about to start treating Billy Kay like Lana, but on SmackDown. Interesting. That's sad. That sucks for Billy Kay. Billy Kay's dope. I like the little resume shit she's been doing, but yeah. damn, my fault, man. I have my nephew just come back from Washington. I ain't seen him in a minute. Uh, number number five, Young Bucks FTR. You already spoke on it. Number five, you disrespected the hell out of my number five, bro. Sasha Banks versus Bailey at Hell in the Cell. This is going to be mad. This is I the crowning. This is the crowning of, of greatness right here. This is the pinnacle of the women's revolution, dog. Sasha Banks, the greatest women's professional wrestler. And, our, you know, I will say that for the top ten. We'll save that talk for the top ten, where she, where she ranks in the top ten. But that matchup right there was the best women's match all year in professional wrestling. Man, her and Bailey's rivalry. I might, I might have them backwards. Which one was better? But Sasha Banks been having great matches with everybody, bro. Her matches with Oscar. Her matches. Her and Bailey teaming up against people been great. Every match she had has been great. Um. Number four, I got I got Okada versus Naito at Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. No, nah, that's number five. My fault. Number five is uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right, yeah. So number four then? No, nah, number five, yeah, Okada versus Naito. And then number four is Kenta versus Naito. At New Beginning, that matchup right there, bruh, I like that better than all of all of Wrestle Kingdom, bruh. Like, which is very rare. I like a new a new beginning over, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, new beginning. Don't be having. They'll probably have one or two like crazy, crazy. Like mainly like probably the the main event would be the craziest match. But you're right though. I ain't mad at that. Man, like that matchup was so, and that's why I just feel like, man, I really wish. I don't think they're gonna do it. Obviously. I don't think they're gonna pull some type of swerve, but for like for Naito to have his biggest moment finally at Wrestle Kingdom and they end the show with Kenta like that, that's huge. You know what I'm saying? To where it's like, why do that if you're just gonna go to one paper next pay-per-view and that's it? You know what I'm saying? Like he could have did that the next the next show, you know what I'm saying? And let Naito have his have his moment. But it was an amazing matchup, bro. I liked it. It was a crazy good matchup, bro. Like, there's so many antics from the Bullet Club throughout the match. You really thought that Kenta, Kenta was going to win. Because, like, going into that matchup, this is right around – this was the last thing I've seen before I stopped watching New Japan because uh, of the, the pandemic. But 
going in, I thought for sure that Naito was winning. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't even really have that much of an interest of watching it. Mm-hmm. But watching it, I was like, oh, shit. They're about to really fucking pull the trigger on Kenta right now. You know what I'm saying? And the dope yeah. thing about it was like, man, just with Kenta's history, you know, with the whole, he was a big deal. Like, in yellow shorts, man, that meant it was it was a big deal. He was a big deal when he came I to NXT, man. He was a very big deal, man. Like, people put him like I don't. Even, I'm not even a hundred. But he was God when he was when yeah, he left, like he left Japan. Japan like they say he's like Mount Rushmore shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, bruh, like to see him get back to to finally that main event in the world title picture and then uh, do a 50 minute mat, you know what I'm saying? And killed it. It was just like, man, like come on, like we need we need that Kenta back in the forefront, bro. Like that's why I wasn't too thrilled with evil. I was happy for him over the Sonata thing because you know Sonata's time's coming. God bless you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so I was happy for him in that sense. I was just like, man, how do you have evil in the same faction as Kenta and he's the leader over Kenta? Like, how is how is I you on that? Like, how is Jay Jay White? I like Jay White. But how is he leader over Kenta? You know what I'm he's saying? Like, more fuck, sense, you know, his level to this shit, bro. His rank, his he's name. More you know evil, how you yeah, how you somebody how you how you somebody second in command yeah, and somebody yeah. number five, but you that's come like take having, over? Nah, that's like having like a OG like Bret Hart or like you know what I'm saying? Like one of their legends, like that's how like Bulldog coming yeah. leaving leaving them to go to 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 be the leader of D Generation X. Yeah, it's just like I don't make yeah. It was, it was, that's why I don't like it right there. But um, that was a damn good match. Number three for me was the Young Bucks versus uh, Page and Hangman. I mean, Hangman and Omega. My fault, Kenny Omega <laughs> said Page. <laughs> Can't even get Omega though. Is 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 due? You know, like yo, Omega, Hangman, Young Bucks. That was definitely the best tag team match of the year, bro. Like. Shit, man. Like, if someone, and obviously you put it for number one, but I was going to say, I, I think Dave Meltzer and them got that ranked as the number one match of the year as well. Or if it's not ranked number one, it's the highest rated it's match. Not, it, was like five, five, it was like six stars or something. Six like star, that. I believe, or some shit like that, or five something. You know, Dave be wild. I think, no, I think uh, yeah. Walter got the five and a half. It's something crazy. Like, I recall it being something crazy. Like, five or six stars or some shit like that. But fucking that that match, it deserved it. I ain't even want friends. Sometimes I'll be feeling like Omega just automatically gets a high star ranking because of who he is. But that one is well-deserved of, of a five star. That match was crazy good. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. The only thing that I would put these other two matches over it and why I put these other two matches over it Aside from like the being more hard hitting, which is like my like preference at strong style type shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was just like it felt like less cooperation. So it felt more like it felt more like a, a exhibition, like a real like fight for a you know what I'm saying? Like so that's the only reason I put these other two above it. Like the first one being that number two, Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. You know what I'm saying? That was incredible, crazy match. 
which obviously means that number one, I have to give it to Walter and your boy, man. I can't pronounce his name. Really? That not match, no, I'm not that that match bro, like I said, I've never laughed so hard in my life, bro. Like, I have to go back. I, I have to, I, I sent that that match to family members. Like, mm. hey, I know you don't watch wrestling, but you got to watch this match. And like, you want to see two people like, possibly murder each other? Yeah, several of them, like, hit me right back like, yo, bro, like, that shit's fire. You know, like, and I know they, you know, like, are super critical and like to cr criticize the hell out of the wrestling. So when I do recommend something to them, I make sure, like, it's a good representation of wrestling because I don't want them trying to bash, bash my shit. You know what I'm saying? But when they seen that, everybody I've shown that to is like, yo. Who are the who are they? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they like that shit, right? Like so yeah, that that's definitely my my top ten matches, man. Salute to Walter. Definitely, man. They put on, bro. All right, man. man. Oh, Walter and Joe Coffee was that this year as well? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Man, they had a crazy yo. Every Walter, really, man. Joe Coffee, his little injury, man. That stunted his his rise, man. I really fucked with Joe Coffee, bro. I really fuck with him. If Walter wasn't around, Walter wasn't around, I'm telling you, he would have been champ. He would have been yeah. the next champ. Swear to God. Uh, let's get into our um, what I had next. What I had next. Good. All right, wrestlers of the year, man. Did you have yours set up? I'm writing down the list right now. I just got my number one right now. Give me one minute. All right, I'll go through mine. Uh, let's see where to put the joint. All right. Coming in at number 10, no honorable mentions, just straight, straight up. Um, I got number 10, Orange Cassidy. Um, I just thought his his ascension was insane this year. Only thing that just didn't cap it off was the title. That's it, man, for real, for real. I think he had him and Jericho this year, that feud. Him and Brody Lee was this year. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Him and Cody was this year. And all of them felt like, you know what I'm saying, big matches because every like everybody wants him to reach, take it to that next level or want the want the, the people to take him to the, you know what I'm saying, management to take him to that next level because he's just so over and he put he produces in every match. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think that was this year. Cassidy was Orange Cassidy and Pop this year? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. But still, man, dope shit, man. I, I really felt like if it wasn't Darby to win in that match, it, it would have been it would have been um Orange Cassidy to yeah, go to get to that. Yeah. It really was pick and choose who you wanted to go with. But I really felt Orange Cassidy was super over this year. Um, I guess I'll say one honorable mention, and it'll be Darby Allen because I felt like they were neck and neck. That'll probably be my only um, honorable mention. Oh, in in her business as a whole. That's that's really it. That's really it. Um, number nine, I got Bailey. Just her reign as champion was so strong, and she, along with Sasha, you know, what I'm saying they kept um, SmackDown and WWE entertaining to watch everywhere they went. Her promo game is is stepped up amazingly this year since she became a heel for real, for real. Like she's owning the mic, and I don't know. She just really owned herself as a superstar this year. Um, number eight, Hangman Page. 
Uh, I just feel like just outside of the you know, the whole Young Buck storyline, him the drinking, all of that, such the downward spiral, the matches he had him in Omega. Um, who else he faced this year? I can't think of anything off rip right now, but I thought he had a really solid year this year. Just continue to build up his character and stardom. Um, number seven, I got Roman coming in late in the year, but his impact is just so major that he literally is one of the biggest things in wrestling today. I just feel like he just came in so late, but it's the impact is that strong. Um, number six, Keith Lee, double titles, ascending to WWE, beating Randy Orton. Um, what else? Just his every time he's in the in the ring, he's showing improving. Like, he's just he just really had a great year this year. I think he beat he, he had beat, uh, Johnny Gargano this year. Beat Cole. I said beat Cole. Like great things, great thing this year. Um, Omega number five. Like I said, on top of doing the stuff he did in AAA, you know, what I'm saying becoming like the solo star he has become. You know, what I'm saying this year with the match with. Pop, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, the outside match he had with uh did he have Phoenix too this year? I'm not sure. But I know he yeah, faced he Phoenix. He had Phoenix this year, yeah. Uh Laredo. Oh, did it get pushed back? That's no, it's gonna be tomorrow. I mean not tomorrow, it's gonna be um for the next for the next for the first night of uh New Year's Bash. Okay, okay. But um I thought I know he had two matches. I know he had two championship matches this year for the uh title. For the triple a title that were really dope um wow. like i said the pock match the tag match you know what i'm saying like he's just been you know what i'm saying now and now that like i said outside of that the um the tournament match you know what i'm saying him and hangman was fired him and uh, moxley was fired like i said he's definitely coming into his own like I said as a uh as a you know what i'm saying like i said as an american superstar like for real for real um Four, I got Sasha Banks. I feel like she's been the most complete superstar. You know what I'm saying? If you want to talk in the women's division, like especially since Charlotte's been gone, she filled that void like it was nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like she she moving like a superstar. Every match she has is 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 either good or great. You know what I'm saying? Or possibly match of the year. Um, she's making people look great in no matches. Like I said, her and EO was great. Her and um, Carmella was great. Her and um, like what was her and Bailey was great. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then how she's carrying herself outside of WWE. She's moving like a superstar. You know what I'm saying? Just the fact that she said like I can be, I I feel like I'm right there with Roman Reigns. And the way she's moving this year, how could you really how could you really deny her argument? Um, number three, I got Moxley. Like coming into his championship win with people there, it was a big win. The chase was amazing, and like you said, with um, same thing with McIntyre having to be champion during this COVID, no fans and such like that. I thought he would still be able to be a great draw. His matches were the same way, either really good or really great. Like especially the, um, that I quit match with Kingston, great him and MJF fire him and um, Omega dope. Like he had some really good matches this year. Him and Jericho was really good too. Like um, him and Brody Lee, him and Archer, like good shit this year, man. Really good shit this year to really hold it down as champion during a tough, tough time. And the promos, the promos, amazing. Like we, they really let him get in his bag. You know what I'm saying? And I, I love it. Um, number two, everything I pretty much said with Moxley, 
kind of the same thing would just hold it down with during COVID. But I just feel like he's his feuds, his the way he just like grew into a superstar was amazing this year. Like you cannot deny Drew McIntyre's superstardom this year. Um, like I said, the feuds with Randy Orton, you know what I'm saying? The the Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar, all of that, so on and so forth. And I'm like I said, I'm really eager to see what's gonna happen with him and um uh, and Sheamus. Uh, and then my number one, Randy Orton. I mean, well, actually, I'm gonna switch that. I'm gonna switch that. Randy Orton will go at number two because I feel like I feel like they both have really great years. But if you just really look at the the accomplishments of Drew McIntyre, it, it deserves number one. But Randy Orton, I'm gonna have him keep him at number two. But the reason why I'm gonna, uh, still say why I have him on my list, so it's just the character work, man. It's some of his best work in years. And he's like he's having still really good matches, but he's making he's being he he's one of the best draws in wrestling. And at the at the stages in it at his in rest in his career, that's amazing. That is amazing to see, yo. Really, really amazing to see, man. So the fact that he got his 14th WWE championship this year. Like they could they couldn't do nothing. They had to give him a championship this year. Even if it was that short stint, they had to like it. It is. It wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be right if he didn't touch gold this year. But yeah, that's that's my list, man. That's my yeah, list. I'm sorry, I, I got five honorable mentions. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Because I mean, yeah, I got I got so, a lot of y'all. I remember I I put all those um lists together in the chat, so I probably got some of them on here already. Uh, the five honorable mentions, uh, at number five. So this will technically be fifteen. Would be Bailey. Um, Bailey definitely did her thing. Her and Sasha been, you know, like you said, I, I, I don't really want to re reiterate what you already said, you know, because you said it perfectly. Bailey and Sasha been killing it all all year. Um, but Bailey just really came into her own, you know, like she's really like grown out of she's she stepped out of that shadow, you know, and it's a hard shadow to step out of when you've been like the face of NXT, you know, she was like the heart and soul of NXT, like initially as a face. So like she was such a strong and she was such a good face that you just didn't expect her to be such a good heel. And Yo, for, that, for, real, for real, bro, for that alone, maybe I'm tripping, not even having her in my top 10, but she's been so good for so long and consistent for so long that other people having good years like while she consistently has good years it probably is why it didn't look as big of a deal you know what i'm saying but because mm -hmm. she's just at the same spot she's already at you know but she's been very consistent so definitely deserves an honorable mention uh another person deserves an honorable mention keith lee uh keith lee been doing this thing um he had the great matches with adam cole you know, that match with Adam Cole was this year uh, for the, the unification match. You know, he had the, he had the match with Gargano and, and Finn Balor. I can't recall if that was this year as well, but. It was. But he, he's, he's had some consistently good matches or whatnot. Even when he debuted on WWE, he had a good match with Randy Orton. Um, it wasn't match of the year, but it was still a good debut. And, uh. The Royal Rumble, you know, had that moment with Brock Lesnar. That was that was dope. That was a, you know, 
that, 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 that was dope for Brock to acknowledge him in that way. You know, gave him the rub, so to Ooh, speak. Big boy. Definitely gave him, like, the approval, you know. Um, third honorable mention is Kyle O'Reilly. You know what I'm saying? He's really been stepping up his thing out of Undisputed. He's been uh, holding it down since Adam Cole's kind of, like, had a year where Adam Cole's, like, being very unselfish this year and basically making everybody else, you know, going out mm -hmm. of his way to make everybody else. He stepped to the side a little bit. He's still yeah. a main player. Obviously, he went to the start of the year in NXT. NXT. Yeah, but you still got wrestler of the year, which yeah. is good for them to acknowledge because even in not having the title, like like how you said with Randy Orton, it's like, damn, like you're having some of your best work and like you don't even need the title, you know, but it feels like you're the champ right now because you're killing it, you know, like like they need to run with you right now. But Kyle's definitely did his thing, been holding it down for undisputed era long before this year so i'm glad they're really starting to like this really look. reminds me of his, his his last year in roh for real for real uh like you really gave him that chance with the title and you really got to see how great this dude was as a solo wrestler facts uh the fourth honorable he's somewhere tight <laughs> I, I know he up there though but knees and all that i'm just saying you probably like Niggas did it with ROH. Now they gonna do it NXT now. Yeah, hey, I can't wait for it. I mean, that's where it's like it's like, yo, it's it's like, like I can't wait. Him and AJ Styles and ROH was fire, bro. Like Ooh. I know him and Adam Cole, like they used to be like main rivals over in. Bro, remember uh, they were spitting each other face. Now it was like, yeah, a crazy dope storyline over in ROH with the uh, Adam Cole doing the story storytelling shit. Like that was a dope little promo we had on. Uh, quick, 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 quick. You think Cole gonna turn on um Kyle O'Reilly? He's been putting Kyle like over like crazy, crazy. Like, I got the superstar joint, but yo, Kyle's gonna win that title, and we're gonna like yo, every, not, moment, if he doesn't every moment. Turn on him, somebody gonna turn on one one or the other. Like, if if Kyle wins the title, then I could see Adam Cole turning on him. But if he doesn't win it, and I could see Adam Cole throwing like little cheap shots or some shit, and then oh boy, turn mm -hmm. on him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all I want to ask. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, honorable mention number four would be John Moxley. You know what I'm saying? Like John Moxley has yeah. had an amazing year. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the last two years he's really had since leaving WWE. He's had a, a crazy run. You know what I'm saying? But uh, damn, hold up. John Moxley didn't even lose until December, huh? Hold up, I'm bugging. I'm gonna have to reevaluate this real quick. There's no way I could have him as an honorable mention with that. Uh, all right, honorable mention number four is Cody Rhodes instead of John Moxley. That's cool. You know he, he he's done his thing. You know I. I especially like what he did with Eddie Kingston, man. Like that got Eddie Kingston a job, bro. Like, like that that was was different, fire, bro. Like, I'm like, there's no crowd, and you're out here putting on these deathmatch style matches. It's just like, bro, y'all, that's like that's like a badge of honor. Like, not even just a badge of honor, but like to me, that's like a sign to like, like, all right, you deserve to be in the heavyweight picture, bro. Like, like to me, like it's like a paying dues type 
ritual, like, you know, like blood sacrifice type shit. Like, I remember when Randy Orton took on Mankind and he went through the tax and shit. I was like, all right, give that man the title. He's ready for the yeah. for, for world title. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when Triple H beat the hell out of Mankind at the King of the Ring and then Hell in the Cell's just like, all right, he's he, he's he's main event now. <laughs> like, like right. when he doing those type of shits, I'm like, yeah, this motherfucker is like, He's he's ready to die for this shit. Like he's he's leaving a piece of himself in there. Rest in peace to Brody Lee, man. You know, seeing that that last uh that last interview he did, you know, on uh on the AEW, you know, where he's talking about like I left a, a piece of myself in in that last match he had with uh, John Moxley, you know, or with mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes, uh, the dog collar match, you know, and it's just like damn, that was man. a crazy like, match, B. That's what I'm saying. Anyone who puts himself in those type of matches, just like, bro, how could I not say you're not like, you know what I'm saying, worthy of of a certain, you know, if, if you're a jobber, you're at least worthy of... of, of Cody, of, you know Cody don't really have bad yeah. matches. Cody don't really have bad matches. He really does, and he elevates everybody who, who he's in there with. He does a great job of protecting himself and his brand, you know? Uh, even the work he's doing outside, you know, he's, he's got the thing going with Shaq, he got the television show with Snoop Dogg, you know, like moves. Yeah, he constantly is making moves, you know. He just knocked up Brandy, man. I just gotta give him his point. I mean, you got the bag, why not? We're about, have a, we're about to have a half black Rhodes out out here hitting bionic elbows in a couple of years, man. It's gonna you be gonna have a, he's gonna be Cuban. Well, he or she's gonna be Cuban, black, whatever. Like, that's gonna be a, a lit child, man. They yeah. better put that child in the ring, they're gonna be lit. But nah, man, that's dope, man. You get the bag. Your, your your business is moving right. Why not create the family, man? Shoot, I I feel him on that. He's definitely having a great year. Uh, all right, honorable mention number five. I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna have to go with Eo Shirai. Okay. Uh, I have to knock her out of it, out of the, out of the spot, because the whole John Moxley. Once I start to really think about it, um, she wasn't, she wasn't top ten until that. But uh, going straight into the top ten, uh, at number ten, I'm gonna have to put Kenny Omega. And the only reason I put Kenny Omega at number ten is. Uh, it's because it came so late in the year. It came the last month that he really just elevated. You know what I'm saying? Like and I can understand that. I can understand that. That's, that's why I that bag, you know. That's why I only personally put the uh I added the uh triple A shit in there, but not a lot of people watch the triple A shit like right. that. So I can understand that totally. Oh, uh, totally. I mean, he even has a match of the year contender before he even got in his bag in itself. It speaks, but the dope thing about him getting so Here's what's crazy about Kenny Omega, and I'm so glad no one said the the John Moxley Kenny Omega when he won the world title is like a match of the year because it damn sure wasn't a match of the year in, in in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? But nah. the dope thing about it was it was completely different from what he's known for to the part where it's like, all right, now this is the story side. Like, look, we already know I can wrestle with the best, if not the best. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now I'm gonna show you the other facet that I was like <coughs> but when I was telling you back with the whole Seth Rollins shit back then I was like well man like Kenny Omega might edge him in ring 
You know what I'm saying? But man, Seth Rollins just shows so many different characters. He done switched up from being like the architect. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. know, he was more successful with some than others. You know what I'm saying? He was constantly, I mean, and, and to fault in the sense is like he had to stick to a script way more than Kenny Omega having that freedom. You know what I'm saying? But he was able to manage to make a shitty script work to a certain degree. You know what I'm saying? When he was like the money in the bank, he was great as a heel. You know what I'm saying? Then the whole uh, Messiah shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, all right, at least as a heel, he's he's strong. You know what I'm saying? As a as a babyface, all I could do then is really, you know, what Kenny Omega does, and that he might get edged out, you know. But when you take in that other factor, now I'm seeing that from Kenny Omega. I'm like, yo, he's he's really like showing that other side that I kind of was skeptical about. You know what I'm saying? But it's just- pick it up on the promos a little bit more though. You can't let Callis carry up. While he doesn't talk, even if, even with Callis, like, while he doesn't talk like super crazy, it's the content of what that's, he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? That just is like, true. damn, bro. Like, that's you're true. not, you, you might not be cutting a John Moxley promo, but I feel you. And your, your key he, still got a, he still got a solid message. So on point. You know what I'm saying? And, and the things you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, you might not be. The best talker, but it don't matter when you're going to like several promotions and you're like making these type of moves no one else did. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that in itself is like fire. You know what I'm saying? It just came late. You know, so I mean, definitely next year, 2021. I wouldn't be surprised if it's gonna definitely 2021. It's gonna come down to, and that might be the case for like the next thing. I don't know when they do their next voting if John Moxley is just like. Was that 2020 that he got, or was that 2019 it was that he got? Year 2020. You know they do it like the Grammys, where it's like mid year. Okay. Like like okay. Yeah. If that's the case, then I'm like, damn, 2021. It's going to be between Roman Reigns and Kenny Omega. Because hey, they're, they're 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 carrying their companies. We go we go we go talk about that after this. Uh, number number nine though for me is Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. It's like. Damn, y'all just cooking crazy, but just late. But only thing that would great impact over Kenny Omega because what Kenny Omega is doing is on a larger scale. But what Roman Reigns managed to do, he's just had a little bit more time to do it. And then the fact that he was able to turn the heat he had, like with Omega, he always had that love and support. He was like the indie darling, you know what I'm saying? He's like, I compared him to like the. I can't even compare him to an RVD because he he got to that world title. It wasn't people weren't clamoring for him for too long to be world champion because he like did that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like as soon as he got hot, they're like, all right, you're the champion. You know what I'm saying? Like, but man, Roman Reigns number nine, number eight, I got Adam Cole. Okay. Adam Cole, very unselfish this year. Um from Keith Lee, Finn Balor, Pat McAfee. Like, he's just been making every – he's been sacrificing, putting everybody over, and it's dope to see that. You know what I'm saying? He's been having great matches with a lot of people. Um, he had a good match with Tommaso Ciampa this year as well, I believe. Um, yeah. The Fatal 4-Way, the fatal obviously. War Games. War Games. 
Yo, did you hear? Did you hear? Uh, you hear Regal when he was like, "Don't use that line. I got cameos." Did you do? I was like, "Yo, they really oh, ragging up on these cameos, B." That is funny, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not even going. I'm not even going to bury William Regal. I'm gonna let him live, man. I'm gonna. <laughs> he is funny though man that that goldberg documentary is hilarious he was like the only person like I, nah nigga not me my nigga you know? this is blackpool bitch nigga. you ain't spirit shit nigga i'm saying you know you can't bury my guy yeah, right? it's not ready to be like Yo, um, let's see here. After Adam Cole, now I gotta throw John Moxley in there, man. Man, uh, damn, I was sleeping on John Moxley. Been the U.S. champ the whole year, bro. He kind of held that high. Not, I mean, he do, but I mean, damn, like he showed up for, he showed up for, uh, and that's really due to the pandemic. So I can't really. Him and Suzuki was both this year. Him and Suzuki. I was about to say, bro. Him and Suzuki. Then him and Okada tag teamed to go against Suzuki and uh and Taichi. That was a dope tag team matchup right there. Um, he won both nights. He wrestled both nights on Wrestle Kingdom and went two and zero last year. That's a big. That's a big feather to, to throw up in there, man. That's an accolade in itself. You know, him yeah. and Jericho, they cleaned up for AEW. There was three AEW matches on Wrestle Kingdom last year, and they went 3-0. and oh. You know, so, like, that shows there's a window for them to get shit right, man, and for New Japan to show that. You know what I'm saying? New Japan don't usually do that. Wrestle Kingdom's a show that they have their talent go over on the cross-promotional most of the time, you know, but... um. After Adam Cole or John Moxley at number five or one, two, three, four, five, six. My fault. At number six, I got Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre had a crazy year. Like a lot of people got Drew McIntyre number one or whatnot. Man, I just feel like everybody that I got over Drew McIntyre either has like a bigger, I don't know, just like more, there's something just more interesting about it. Like with Drew McIntyre, even though he did beat Brock Lesnar technically or whatnot. And and he had he had that like Randy Orton. Randy Orton was like really like the best Randy Orton in so many years. Like really, this was Randy Orton's year. Like I feel like Randy Orton could have like you know he could have took that title, but just due to Drew paying his dues and finally, you know, it's like let's not do Drew like that. You know, what I'm saying even though. They big boy drew with Roman Reigns at at Survivor Series. The whole lead up and the match, like, why did you have that, that type of lead up? That was the best for, match for him, to, for, for him to for him to lose lose. You know, because uh, because Roman was talking to him, like that that, that promo leading up to it, man. Like when he's Number sitting two. at the end of the table and he's sitting on the side, like I was just like. Go to the other end of the table, by the way. you like a parent. Oh, God. I don't care if you're not like a parent. <laughs> I do not care. I am not about yeah, to get. He really, he really made him look like the B side. Like, look, man. Like, I'm the I'm I'm the champion of both shows. G like, but um, Drew McIntyre had a hell of a hell of a run. 
So I definitely put him up there. But man, like I could even argue John Moxley over Drew McIntyre. Shit, John Moxley had the title the entire year until this the last month of the year. You know what I'm saying? And was on New Japan multiple times, tag teaming with the world champ of New Japan while he's the world champ at AEW. Like those type of things, like just open up the you know what i'm saying like when you start to factor in these things at least in my opinion those, those are like the dope dream sequences and shit like that wwe is missing out on because they're so worried about pocket watching what other people do you know what i'm saying um not knowing that's that's gonna help their business you know what i'm saying like shit uh so after mcintyre at number five i gotta go with Oh shit! Oh shit! I gotta go with I gotta go with Finn Balor. Oh. Finn Balor at number five, man. Finn Balor came back to NXT, and while they've been getting their ass whooped by AEW in the ratings, man, like take the like. I really don't get too caught up in the ratings for the most part. I mean, if we get caught up in the ratings, SmackDown is better than every other show combined, and. That's not accurate at all. You know what I'm saying? So like that's like that's like saying Justin Bieber, just because he got like high record sales is like a better artist than a lot of musicians who <coughs> you probably like their music way better. You know what I'm saying? Like, or a Takashi is like the best rapper because he got high number sales. Like, so like in that sense, I really can't factor in the in the ratings all all too much. Like it might it's great because I love to see like the business thrive, you know what I'm saying? Because obviously the more you're rating, the the better for business and whatnot. And I want the 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 companies to continue to be able to put on their shows and whatnot. But like I don't get too caught up in in that aspect of it. Um Finn Balor going back to NXT got to be like the Finn Balor old, like that it's it felt like without having his bullet club rights, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it was the Prince Devitt from, from new Japan. Once he got tired of being told he was, too small, you know what I'm saying? And like, nah, I'm a main eventer type dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not about to, you're not about to keep me in the, in the, the mid division, you know what I'm saying? The middle card, like I'm a main eventer and you're going to treat me as such. And, He's been treated as such the entire year. He's killed it. His match with Timothy Thatcher, his match with Ciampa, Gargano, uh, Damian Priest, Adam Cole. Every match, he's been having great matches all year with everybody. I had three match of the years on my list. And then you mentioned the Gargano match. I'm just like, damn, I forgot about that match. You know, like there was just so many good matches he had this year. And especially for someone who, who wasn't really on the list for match of the years for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, he might have maybe one honorable mention or, you know, one one match that makes the top ten. But it ain't it ain't even close to the number one match of the year type shit. You know what I'm saying? To be arguably, debatably in, like, one, two, or three spot, you know, on a lot of people's... Uh, boards it, it speaks volumes you know like i, I definitely think finn Balor in that in that regard match wise i put him number four but i got him number five because number four i got randy orton randy orton is just 
man, he's been he's been so good on on a bad show. He's been like the highlight on a terrible show. He's made a show that like Raw's so hard to watch. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like three hours and there's so much bad in it. To it's just like, damn, why am I sticking around for? And it's people like Randy Orton is just like, all right, I'm sticking around for 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 your shit because. You're you're keeping this 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 shit alive, you know what I'm saying? Because like it'd be we say with Bailey and Sasha, it'd be it'd be yeah, it'd be it'd be tough at times, bro. Like to watch watch Raw, keep the interest, man. But everything Randy Orton's done this year, from the Edge, the Legend Killer, the Fiend, his work with McIntyre, his work with Keith Lee, everything is been fire this year, like. Yeah, man, Randy Orton has just been in his bag, bro. Like crazy, crazy good, man. Um, so that, that that's that's number four, man. Number three, number three. I got, I got this because of the accolade. You know what I'm saying? Because this is like the same reason I threw John Moxley in there. Mm-hmm. Just based off, like, damn, I really put in a perspective. Like you've been the champ damn near the whole year, type shit. I got to put at number three, Tetsuya Naito. Hmm. Okay. My dude, my dude had, because New Japan been working their shit, you know what I'm saying? But first ever, and while while he did have the belts hostage, I mean, damn, that means you've had the belt for a good part of the entire year. You've had two of the biggest titles in all of professional wrestling in out of all the brands the most the most you know what i'm saying true to the pro wrestling and ring their style is the most pro wrestling to me you know what i'm saying like authentic that's true wrestling you know what i'm saying so like i consider the new japan world title i i can't put their their middle title above any other world title you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but i put their world title as the number one world title i put their intercontinental as the number one intercontinental i i can't put their u.s title yet because it's just too new but with the other two it's just like all right i put those as the number one world title number one intercontinental title i mean honestly you can debate the ic title it ain't been so great for wwe and forever you know what i'm saying it's so, starting to, it's starting to get back there let me get back there yeah so i mean it's debatable with that one but New Japan, yeah. So for for Naito, and then the whole story and everything behind it finally went in both nights at Wrestle Kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Beating Okada at, um, and then yeah, to beat Okada at Wrestle Kingdom, man. That was was the real story. The gone and another thing that kind of like with Adam Cole, like while he was taking a lot of losses, like he was building people up for him to even let Kenta in his biggest moment revitalize Kenta's career. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. go on from there to give Kenta his biggest match of the year and his best match of the year. Just like, man, like really just show like Kenta's still main event person. You know what I'm saying? Still could draw. Like they were saying during that new beginning thing to something like, yo, man, like they were talking about going into this thing. Like, is this place going to be able to sell out with it being Kenta in the main event? Like, mm. no fuck with Naito, but uh, there's a lot of like, you know what I'm saying? Like if it didn't do well, there's going to be a lot of heat on Kenta, you know? And it over 
it over exceeded their expectations. So like in that regard, it's like, yo, man, Naito doing the, the thing with evil, being unguilty, giving evil his moment, you know, and evil with Io Shirai being his wife. And I think it's just like, damn, like you're watching everybody. He's having his best two years ever winning the G1, going on to win, you know what I'm saying? He would say then, what he oh, no, he didn't win the G1 when he got the title. I'm tripping. Kota won and then lost. My fault. But uh, going on to, to win the, the Wrestle Kingdom two nights and all that shit, your wife is getting her yearly run with the NXT, you know what I'm saying, women's shit. And you just like the, you like, I ain't going to say the bag boy, but you're like, you're like the you like the left, the, the right-hand man type shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, when is it going to be my turn type shit, you know? So for him to be unselfish after he just finally got it, you know, like he had one title defense and then he drops the belt to his boy, you know what I'm saying? But in doing so, when he got the belt back, that's why I got to put him so high. Because now it's like, not only did you get the world title and the intercontinental title and held it for a major part of the year and you could say you're the first person to do it but now you could say you're the first person to be a multiple time double champion you know what i'm saying so right i gotta give him number three for that i i i want to give him number two but number two i have to give dakota abushi two-time g1 tournament winner one thing i think that people don't even take into consideration like this this is like i felt like this with kenny omega i feel like at bullet club's prime which is like really like my favorite year of wrestling uh when kenny omega at his best you know what i'm saying and it's and he's still at his best i think no there's no knock on kenny omega at ever i think if anything it's just he doesn't have the strong style competition to work with, you know what I'm saying? So he got to lighten up because these other people ain't built like that. You know what I'm saying? They don't come from, they're not cut from his cloth. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I got to work. That's why he get busy in AAA. Yeah. It's just like, I got to, I got to be protective over here. Cause y'all ain't, y'all ain't hard hitting. Y'all ain't got the same traditions and you know what I'm saying? I would love to see him and Merrill go at it. That's our hey, really. I, I would, him and Merrill probably have a goodie. I really want them to mend that bridge with the New Japan right now. It's looking like oh, happy, bro. That's what I'm saying. Never say never. It's going to happen. Everything's aligning so perfectly with Abushi. Like now's his time. He's come, finally coming back into his his rifle spot. And Kenny Omega is like at his rifle spot. You know what I'm saying? After and he he really only took a year off of his rifle spot to let. You know what I'm saying? To, to let some competition, to build some competition up for him to really work with, really, in a, in a sense, you know? Yeah. But, um, man, it's so perfectly aligned for them two, man. Kota Ibushi, man, not only with the whole two G1s, but outside of that, like, he really, he's always like that. He's that workhorse in New Japan. Everybody pretty much works the same work schedule. And, like, he's working more matches than anybody else. But he's more consistent. He works really hard. Yeah, I was gonna say more than anybody else. Like he's damn near having match of the night type shit. Like a couple of years ago, it'd be Osprey, and Osprey's still in that 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 discussion. But with Kota Ibushi, man, 
how do I put this, man? Like, I always compared. Always Is he compared, at number one? Is he at number one? He's my number two. Oh. Um, and in and, and a sense, he really could deserve to be number one, man. Like, honestly, honestly, he, he really is number, he, he really is number one. But like, when you hear my number one. I'm interested. Yeah. But, um. Oh, I already know who it is. So. Bushi always having like the match of the night. He's the workhorse for, for the New Japan, you know what I'm saying? But um, but what really hurt him is that he ain't won the big one. He ain't won the world title. He's won the big one as far as the G1. And, and to that point, I almost like forgot the point I was trying to make was the year that Kenny Omega got, got PWI Wrestler of the Year was was the year that he won the the g1 it wasn't even the year he won the world title you know what i'm saying he won for the title that year and lost and i believe got 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 the rest of the year that year right i, I thought i thought he got it when he won the title was it the year that he won the title yeah because any on the cover with the title i thought he was it might be bugging. He sure was. He sure was. Damn. All right. Damn. That negates my point. I was trying to make. Yeah. Koto Bushi's number two. Then, man. I'm glad you corrected me on that. Yeah. You sure did have the title on that shit. I thought for some reason that it was the year that he he chased. Well, in any regard, I do prefer the year that he had chasing the title and winning the G1. And even though he lost, then the whole year getting back to that match. You know what I'm saying? I prefer Bro, well, I'll, tell, I'll, tell you, I'll speak on that. I'll tell you why. why champion, like you know? I'll tell you why that shit went like that in the chat. Trust me. But uh, but with the Bushi, I, 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 I feel that like, damn, man, while he ain't the champion, he's having the best matches or whatnot. That's why even though Naito got the accolade, I still feel like he's the best part of the show. He just ain't got his his titles. You know what I'm saying? Um, Number one for me. Is the greatest overall wrestler in the world right now, bro? The boss, Sasha Banks, my nigga. Like, let me tell you, Sasha Banks, bro. I've been saying it for the longest, man. Like, I remember when I did like my like top NXT, like, like the greatest NXT people ever. Sasha Banks, I put her number two, right underneath Finn Balor, like for the greatest ever. And this is right before like. This is this is during Adam Cole's undisputed run, but it wasn't at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? So you're still cooking when mm -hmm. I have when I have this like assessment because now you could definitely throw Adam Cole in the mix of of that debate. But when I when when they talk about the women's revolution and all that shit, Sasha Banks I always said was like, man, like I recall like that being Bailey's like breaking out point. You know what I'm saying? Like. At that point, Bailey was a jobber. She was losing to everybody, or not Bailey, uh, Becky Lynch was losing to everybody. They had the fatal four-way match. They cooked in that match. Then Sasha had the one-on-one -on -one with uh, with with Becky, mm -hmm. and that was Becky's like coming out match, kind of like Carmella. You know what I'm saying? Then she had the match at Takeover with Bailey. That was Bailey's big coming out match. Her matches with Charlotte before that. Like she was the main person putting Charlotte over when Charlotte was having her thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, she's making Charlotte look 
like a thousand bucks. But what always stood out to me uh, with the whole Charlotte thing when Charlotte was cooking, you know what I'm saying? And Oscar was doing her thing on the side, you know? Uh, even though Oscar was having her dominant run, it kind of reminded me like a Goldberg. Like they were great matches, but they were so one-sided in a sense. Like it wasn't competitive enough for me to be like, oh, this is a match of the year type shit, you know? But with Sasha, they would be so much selling, like so much, just like everything, you know what I'm saying? Like her her mannerisms and little little extra shit she do, you know what I'm saying? From snatching the signs and, you know, like all type of little shit she would do, bro. Like these little, these little. Um, bro, I get it. You love yeah, Sasha. Yeah. She no, never. No, no. So, so yeah, aside from that. She, she killed it this year with the 2020 with Bailey. Like I was feeling the whole thing with her and Bailey. And I always felt like that was like her and Bailey was killing it. You know what I'm saying? Like as, as a as the tag team and shit, their whole Twitter shit. Did you see that? that? Shit? They, I got to show you. They showed the stats between. I know you talk about Sasha, but they showed the stats between Bailey versus Roman in 2020, bro. Yeah. It's Bailey is a, she up there, bro? Now see, that's the thing with Bailey. Like but I'm saying, you could if you could relate it with Bailey, you pretty much can relate it with yeah, Sasha. So, so so with Sasha, but here's the thing with all these these women, and this is what always like made me mad about WWE in a sense, you know what I'm saying? I felt so bad for Sasha in the sense that out of all the women, and I was I was happy for, for Becky Lynch to get her, her moment because out of the four horsewomen until that year she had, she was like clearly the the number four in the group. You know what I'm saying? Like it's clearly positioned for Charlotte to be number one, like the, the way the company was behind and you know what I'm saying? get all the big wins at the major marquee events and, and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? And then right underneath her was Bailey, and then it was Sasha and, and Becky, like, as, like, the 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 afterthought, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 mm -hmm. Charlotte was always doing her thing, the queen, you know what I'm saying? Right. Always win the WrestleManias, the, the Royal Rumbles, the Survivor Series, Sasha Banks, when she would win... Like until this year, she didn't even get a successful title defense. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, every time she would win a title, she'd lose it immediately. And she'd like win at like the smaller pay-per-view, like the in-between the major pay-per-views, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to drop it at the big pay-per-view, you know? And or and just like, all right, bro, like, damn, like you did it several times over and over for Charlotte. You did it several times over for Bailey from the takeover. It was Bailey match of the year for, for the women, you know, one of the matches of the year overall. You know what I'm saying? Bailey wins that. The first ever main event NXT women's match. Her and Bailey. Bailey wins. You know what I'm saying? First women's main event pay-per-view on WWE. Her and Charlotte. Charlotte wins. You know what I'm saying? Like every historic major match that she's been a part of, she was the one taking the loss. You know what I'm saying? building up everybody else's resume and accolade. But it's just like, dude, they all have their best matches against her. And when I watch them against someone else, I'm not as invested in their match. I'm not, I'm not, oh, that's match of the year contender or none of that. Like for all Oscar's matches, the only match I could think of Oscar that's match of the year contender is her versus Sasha. And there's one other, her versus Becky Lynch. They got busy. They got busy. I'll, I'll give them that one. But outside you like of that, versus Ember Moon, huh? You like Oscar versus Ember Moon? I like. I ain't gonna say match of the the year. I, I like the Becky versus Oscar and the Sasha versus Oscar more. 
I mean, are you saying for match of the year? I mean, they weren't in the yeah. same year. with uh, and, and then also with Sasha Banks, like, all right, so so there's two other things I like with Sasha Banks that she did. Uh, one, how she was able to come back and do all this after the controversy with her and Bailey losing, and you know, like walking out for a minute from the company mm-hmm. for that quick second after losing to the iconics, you know, because like they knew their worth. And the, the second part that I like is while everybody else, bruh is being told what to do by Vince McMahon. Like he owns and he does, he owns the right to their to their wrestling names and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And so like he basically got it to where they can't have a Twitch. They can't they can't do he's shutting down all third third party income. Sasha was like fuck you. She went and did her own deal with Disney. You know what I'm saying? Outside of Sa- it doesn't even say Sasha Banks on that shit. You know well, what I'm saying? That's her name is Mercedes. That's her name is Mercedes. Right. Name, that's what I'm even saying. On, even, like, on her Twitch, even on her stream, yeah. you go by Mercedes. That's why it's so boss. It's such a boss move because it's like I didn't ask for your permission. You know what I'm saying? For one, you know what I'm saying. Two, you don't own the rights to Mercedes. You own the rights to. Sasha Banks. So when I did that, there's no, you don't get a cut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like when anybody else get goes and gets their permission, you can't even have an online journal. Yeah, when we when, when you go and get a permission to 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 go do the stuff, Vince is getting a cut when you use your WWE likeliness and rights and stuff like that. But when you go out there and you go out as Mark Mercedes and whatnot, man. You over there, you a Mandalorian. Not only that, like, you got a key role, bro. You are a Mandalorian in the hottest television show on Disney right now, bro. There's, like, over 30 million people. There's more people watching that show than there are watching wrestling, bro. That's And you up on there introducing a whole different audience. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're bringing in a whole different market to, to to wrestling when you do that you know what i'm saying that's kind of why i feel like they didn't punish her yet with snoop dogg being announced to make appearances and stuff on aew because they're starting to realize like yo she was on two episodes you're on the season finale wrestling boba fett my nigga like you're over here wrestling like bro i don't care dog that's iconic to me my nigga like that alone like bro you get you get you get number one. You done fought Mandalorian and Boba Fett, and you done wrestled every woman on your roster. But they like, then then her and uh, no no, I don't think her and EO didn't wrestle. American Bash. Okay. Did they? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yo, see. Yeah, I, I definitely. Like that, that. That's me being biased. I ain't gonna front. Kota Ibushi's really number one, man. Like. I was just a Star Wars geek, so I have to I have to give her that. You know what I'm saying? But uh Koto Bushi definitely, definitely number one, man. Um That's definitely on my 2020 to watch Star Wars too. I mean 2021. Man, I ain't gonna lie, man. Like the Mandalorian's a shit, bro. I, I I like that better than than anything else that they, that they did. I ain't even gonna front, bro. Those old ones like a couple of them is like two or three of them is is uh, Anakin just like chasing after the pussy like for like six six hours of this nigga chasing after the pussy like <laughs> shit is hilarious to do but yeah man that's my top ten man 
It's, it's between Abushi and Banks for me, man. Different reasons. Well, all right, man. Shoot. Um, thank you for having you on, bro. I'm about to get into some, uh, I'm about to do this, these rap joints real quick. Then close this joint out, man. Thank you. All right, bro. I'm about, to, I'm about to go take a little smoke break. I'm still going to tune in or whatnot, but I'm, I'm about to get up off here, man. Let you get the full screen, man. I ain't as uh, knowledgeable as you in the music, man. You know what I'm saying? But what I do do, I do love to watch the, your, your music uh, podcast, you and Loso do, man, because as an old head, I don't be up to date on all the new music. So when I listen to your podcast, I'll be writing down shit for recommendations. Like I, I listened to your uh, to your review when you was talking about like uh, Gibbs or, or not, not not Gibbs. What's uh, my dude's name, man? Um, oh boy, with the Alfredo. Oh yeah, that's Gibbs. That's Gibbs. Yeah, Alfredo, bro. Like I heard that one back. I'm just like, yo, that I haven't heard. I haven't even heard ten new albums this year like bro I'm so <laughs> but i heard that one from you i'm gonna show you my 2020 i'm gonna show you my 2020 top albums that my title pulled up trust me you'll see all the old shit i've been listening to oh uh, nah man i i want I'm, I'm i'm interested in getting uh your new list you know what i'm saying oh no 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 oh yeah i got i got that pulled up i'm I literally gonna write that down and go listen to it because i'm like i don't know where to start I'm an old nigga, bro. I don't know where to start, bro. So, like, I know you extra knowledgeable in the music, bro. But I'm logging up off of here, man. Salute real quick, man. Make sure y'all go follow Top Shelf TV on YouTube and on Facebook and Twitch, the whole effing show, man. Thank y'all for having me up on again, man. My brother's up in Bullet Club. You already know what's up, brother. I'm up out of here. Peace out. All right, bro. All right, man. Shout out to my boy Dre, man. Yeah, that was some oh that was a crazy conversation with that wrestling shit. But let's get into this rap shit, man. Um, let me start with battlers. Start with the battle rap, man. Because battle rap was a crazy year this year, man. COVID definitely was another thing that affected it. No crowds, no crowds at all. But with that, we was able to see a lot of great lyricism that you, this year. And a lot of dudes was exposed this year of not being that crazy. They didn't need, really need them crowds. So first, I am going to start with start with my favorite rounds of the year. He had a lot of good rounds this year, man. Um, let's start with my number ten is Geechee Gotti's third versus Snake Eyes. Oh my God, him breaking down the whole CK Crip Killer shit with him wearing but it's Calvin Klein. It's Calvin Klein. Like that shit. He was talking to Snake, man, and. In a sketchy battle that wasn't one of Geechee's best performances, that third was one of them, was one of them joints. Um, coming in at number nine, I got Mook's third versus Rock. Just the him just starting off with the whole, you know what I'm saying, reenactment of Briz and T Top calling them, you know what I'm saying, talking about his moms and saying Rock was egging it on and all of that such. Then we get the whole the whole tranny situation, all of that stuff in there. Like it was a lot of craziness in that third, but he, it felt like it was the game winning closer. Like it was nothing rock probably could have said after that, that really would have made him win that round. It was such a good round, man. Um, number eight, I got real six third versus Chilla. I thought this was a really good third round, man. Him breaking down the whole, the whole cons of, ghost writing in that nature that you know what I'm saying 
Chilla Jones was bringing up saying that he ghost wrote for other rappers and such of that nature. Him bringing that up and breaking that down was really dope. I thought it was such a great constructed third round. And it, I felt like to me kind of got him that third round. Um, number seven, I got Chaos Kid Chaos first round headshot versus real headshot real sick. Sorry, sorry. Versus real sick. I mean, you talk about creativity. Uh, slight, you know, saying anger, you know, saying coming off the Luke Castro battle. Oh man, it was so dope, so dope. He was talking about like so many like just stereotypical things that battle rappers do, and even real sick had to laugh at some of the stuff that he was saying. It was just really like really interesting. Um, number six, Cortez, third round versus Saga. He had just had one of his homies passing, and just the pain that he was just. Like he, you know, Cortez is a spitter, and this pain he was spitting in that third man, it was just undeniable. Be undeniable. I had to put that at my number six, man. My number five, Frack, second round versus disaster. The papers, the graphics, all of that stuff. When I mean room shaker and the little bit of people that was there, everybody watching that was like, yo, he just bodied him in his round. It was crazy. In fact, that he smacked the papers down. Disaster smacked the papers down and he pulled out the other. Oh, no. Dumb, crazy, son. Dumb, dumb, crazy round from Frack. Super, super, super crazy, man. Had to. I, re, I can't wait till they start dropping them battles. I'm going to watch that one first. Um, Number four, Riders second versus Mike P. The controversial round of the year. I mean, you talk about impact, effect, like great construction. Like he he did his thing with that round and just everything that fell after that round with Mike P just having a weird ass year after that, you know, saying pretty much quitting versus Bill Collector, quote unquote, retiring from Battle Rap, even though we know he's coming back. A lot of shit, man. It, it and all that from that second round. I had to put it on there, man. And number three, another crazy round from this year. Mike P second round for, versus Danny Myers. I mean, I know I just said everything about said about Mike P and what happened in the second half, but his first half was insane. And this was the meat and potatoes of it. This, oh man, dog. He he was talking so crazy to Danny Myers about his his attention to him, him battling and the attention he has towards his family and his wife and all of that nature, the bars he was having, the, what was it? The, um, I forgot. It was like a, something about like a, like a bar or something like that, but it was crazy, man. Super, super crazy. One of my favorite rounds of this year, even though with all the craziness he had this year, that round is still insane, man. Still insane. Um, you would have thought it was a third round the way he had the room shaking. Like Danny Myers had to, it took him a while to get that room quiet before he was able to spit again, man. For real, for real. Um, number two, quick puff of the puff. Number two, I got daylight second round versus Tay Rock. That space scheme, I mean, the rock schemes, all of that. It was so much great rapping, schemes, punches, 
name flips, what anything you wanted in there, he gave it to you in that round. And it was at the, the highest level I've seen this year. Like, shout out Daylight. Y'all know what he did in that battle. That battle was amazing. Um, and number one, the career ender. Big K's first versus Adi Boom. I mean, what else do you got to say? The man pulled out the papers on the man right after he got out of jail on his return battle. And it's been downhill for that man since. Like, Big K destroyed that man's career with a, with that one round. And some people say Adi probably won the battle. Who knows? I don't care. That battle, that one round destroyed that shit crazily, bro. Crazy. And that's my that's my 10 rounds of the year, man. Shout out to them dudes for putting in really great work with the pins. And, you know what I'm saying, constructing some really great rounds for those battles, man. Next, I have my best. I'm going to go with my battles of the year. Starting with number 10. Man, I, one of, I feel RBE's best battle this year, Sharon versus Chef Trez. I mean, you talk about just crazy punches, freestyling, rebuttals, the rebuttal, the freestyle round. It was so dope, man. Such, such dope shit, man. It was funny at times. It was it was crazy at times, man. Like, it was a lot of fun. Like, it was a fun battle. Very fun battle, man. Shout out to them, man. Those dudes are really crazy with the freestyle shit, for real, for real. Um, Number nine, I got Chilla Jones versus Real Sick. Uh, Rookies versus Bets, too. I mean, I feel like this battle along with, you know what I'm saying, Going along with Chilla's year, like this is another knock to his year, just of great performance, great bars, and real sick. Just coming off his loss from, you know, saying Ultimate Madness, he came to he came to play with this battle, and I feel he brought some really really great rounds to Chilla Jones that really like made that battle very 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 debatable in my my opinion, and just to say a lot of the battles on my list are really probably very debatable or had just were really impactful um number eight i got saga versus nitty from the update 2.0 card i mean these dudes were just wrapping their ass off man the saga coming to play against a a a, a, vent, a rare a rare, rare form nitty like nitty always is you know what i'm saying coming to play so it's nothing you're never gonna really see him slack on me other than like he kind of did in later in the year but wasn't too bad but them two dudes, they they showed up and showed out, man. Another battle is very debatable, very very debatable. That was the beginning of Saga having an amazing 2020. We know it fell short at the second half, but they started off very strong, and this was the beginning of the beginning of that. Um, number seven, I have B dot versus T top. Um, you talk about battle of the night of. Summer Madness 10, these dudes went at it. I mean, only reason why it's a little low on low on my list, I just feel like I just really – T-Top's second round just really pissed me off, man. Like, he just sounded so dumb. I mean, once they started saying shit about Umar and all of that stuff, I was like, come on, fam. Like, that's how you know niggas don't be knowing shit about shit. But other than that, first round, third round, B-Dots for three rounds, all of it, great rapping, great angles. You know what I'm saying? 
uh, when you had B Dot talking to T Top's daughter in the third, like it was crazy, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, love that battle. Uh, number six, I have Mike P versus Danny Myers. Talk about two dudes, great rapping, great punching, you know what I'm saying? Great angles. I love, you know what I'm saying, how Danny pretty much got himself out of that second round. It was still a crazy, like Mike got the second, but he still held himself up even to the third round, you know what I'm saying? In the first round, like the that battle is very debatable, but it's a very, very, very dope battle. Very dope battle. Danny Myers was, you know what I'm saying, been putting in work all to get all to share for real, for real. Number five, I mean, another Danny Myers battle, but him versus Easy. I mean, this battle, oh my God, you talk about crazy moments, crazy bars, the energy in the room. Like, this was just, this was just one of my favorite battles of this year, man. You talk about that Confederate flag line from um, Easy. I should probably should put Easy's third in my uh, top 10 rounds, probably too late, but. Honorable mention, if anything, but yo, crazy. Danny's second round was crazy going at Easy's girl. Oh my God. And their first round was both, is a very debatable battle, but they were at each other's necks. But that third round from Easy, whoo. What'd he say? Put a Confederate flag outside my door and I ain't get raided yet. Oh my God, bruh. Who sell, who sell uh, drugs in your universe? Because I do. Come on. Crazy shit, man. Crazy, crazy shit. And number four, I got Vixen, Vixen the Assassin versus First Lady Flames. Had to show the ladies some love, man. But it's not even that. Just them two were going at it, man. Like, you, it was very, like, Vixen... Not even big. I mean, first lady for a lot of people who don't, you know, haven't seen her in her battle versus coffee or any other battle that she probably was in. I don't. I'm not sure. I know I've seen a battle versus coffee, but you really didn't know what to expect from her. You know what I'm saying? You knew what Vixen was probably gonna come with, or maybe if she was gonna be able to excel from the DNA battle, but she she brought the same energy, man. And Vixen brought that pen, and it was just the shit they was talking. They, it was, oh my God, that battle of the night for that that card on one of the best cards this year too. Shout out to the ladies, man. Um, yeah, man, Vixen and First Lady Flames, my number four battle of the year. Number three, I got Twerk versus Chilla, man. Early on that um, card, that was, I think that was on the, one of the app, the app card or something like that. But, oh my God, the fucking... Chilla's schemes, man, sports schemes, the fucking twerk with the jersey over, like, the Chilla flips, man, oh, the dipset line, oh, my God, man, it was so much craziness in that battle, like, two dudes, I feel that was probably twerk's best performance this year, I mean, I mean, probably close second for the uh, Danny Myers, you know what I'm saying, with Danny Myers probably coming in a close second, but Man, he was in his, his rare form in this battle also. And this was another battle for Chilla, like, to start off a great year. And like I said, a to Chilla to come in and make this battle debatable against a twerk like this, pause, was incredible. And these dudes were rapping at their best, man, rapping at their best. Shout out to them two dudes, man. Um, number two, one of my favorite rivalries in battle rap finally happening and concluding saga versus b dot man you talk about great angles great rapping 
the setting, the sunset on the roof, the like shadow drop, all of that, which is it encapsulates just being like one of my favorite battles, the replay value on it, amazing. The, the Saga third, bringing up the whole football joint for about against B-Dot, crazy, you know what I'm saying? Saga, I mean, B-Dot's first round for um like, oh my God, man, such a great battle, such a great battle. I'm not Ben Swayze or none of these dudes who know, you know what I'm saying, joints right off the tippy top of my head or not like that, but man, such an amazing battle. And you know, when you just have a rivalry, you know what I'm saying, of that type, that finally happens and it meets his expectations and, and then some, that's really great to see, man. Really great to see. And my number one battle, come on. Tay Rock versus Daylight, man. We got the best Tay Rock I've probably ever seen versus a Daylight in rare form talking that shit. And some people may say, like, oh, Daylight won, whatever, whatever. But that battle, we all won with that battle. Like, them dudes were spectacular. Like, the middle of a split day and half, you know what I'm saying? Like, the middle, middle of day. I told you, said the space schemes, you know what I'm saying? All the rock flips from daylight, the crazy third round from him. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? It all makes sense. Oh my God. Insane, 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 man. But that that's my top 10, man. Some honorable mentions, man. Clone versus Hayes from uh from Grand Prix, Math versus Jag from RBE, Saga versus, I mean that's Saga. What's it? What's his name? Jada Nightwing versus um, real sick ultimate madness dna versus vixen uh chess versus o red you know what i'm saying that's a couple you know what i'm saying to throw out there but yeah man those are some of my battle battles of the year and to cap that off with my battlers of the year i'm gonna start with number 10 with saint i thought he's just been amazing in the grand prix just some of the best rapping i've heard in that and that shit i was probably outside of Maybe, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know what I'm saying, XL, Eddie I, you know what I'm saying, Hayes, but he's been rapping his ass off of it. I wear that shit, man. I feel like you put him anywhere, he's going to be a threat, man. Definitely going to be a threat. He had to come in at my number 10. Number nine, Um, I got real sick. I feel like even though he lost with the um, an Ultimate Madness joint, you know what I'm saying, I feel like he had a great battle with Kid Chaos, a great battle with... You know what I'm saying? Chilla Jones was, I feel, it very debatable. Went on to, you know what I'm saying, go on and cook, you know what I'm saying, be magic. And all of his rounds this year have been great, great rounds. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely have to put him on my list. Um, Danny Myers coming in at my number eight. I feel like he's been very consistent this year. Win, lose, or draw. You know what I'm saying? He's been having great performances. I feel like his only bad performance was against Jerry West, but outside of that, he did really good versus Torque. Did really good versus uh, Mike P. Did really good versus um, Emerson Kennedy. Did really good in Ultimate Madness. Um, in the Ultimate Madness tournament, he did really good versus Easy. Like he had a really solid year this year. So got him coming in at my number eight. Number seven, I have Vixen the Assassin. I mean, with two battles on her plate, the impact of those two battles, she has to be on this list. Some of her rounds were great, and I feel like both of her battles. That she had were battles of the night on great cards so i gotta put her on here at number seven man um number six jerry west um you talk about just the rise of a star this year man outside of his you know what i'm saying uh 
performance with Arsenal, I wasn't too, too crazy about, but he had an amazing year, you know what I'm saying? Win, lose, or draw also, like him, his battle versus Chilla, crazy. His battle versus Be Magic, cooked, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't really care about quarantine battles, um, but he, he really did amazing this year, man. He, he, he cooked Danny Meyer's shit up. Like, and he just, like I said, he probably fell short again in the Arsenal battle, but he did. He still was him, but it wasn't. Arsenal was just in rare form. Um, number five, Shine, undefeated this year. Um, battles, was the battles too crazy? Nah, but I felt you got to you gotta give light to a dude who is going undefeated this year, like against an E-heart, you know what I'm saying, against a chess, you know what I'm saying? But it, it wasn't too crazy versus Pat Stay, but. 3-0, like, I don't know, man. I, I still got, I think, undefeated has to be in top five. Just I think it's just right. You know what I'm saying? Um, number four, Geechee Gotti. Uh, consistency all throughout the year, man. Uh, you go from Verb, uh, who else he faced this year? Eclipse, uh, the two-on-two, Snake Eyes. Um, what else we have? Uh, the Goods battle, like, I might be missing one, but really really you know solid good year rounds always going to be good for him you know so i got to give it up to you know what i'm saying Gichi Gotti's one of our the one of the best in our you know what i'm saying of the era right now like we got to give it up to him like he's been consistent every year and number 3 i got ill will mr 2 and 1 you know what i'm saying cooked two people in one day you know what i'm saying i feel like he got you know what i'm saying he got the win over Danny Myers um, who else did he battle this year? Oh, clearly beat John John, which is a John John that cooked chess. You know what I'm saying? Who's you know what I'm saying a very hard opponent to you know what I'm saying go against on a on the summer madness, and he made it look easy. He made all of his wins look easy this year. You know what I'm saying? It's another person you could say went undefeated this year. So shout out to Ill Will, man. Definitely great year, man. I hope he gets some even bigger plates. To show his greatness, you know what I'm saying, in this coming 2021. Um, number two, I got B dot, you know what I'm saying? You talk about just great rapping, you know what I'm saying? Every every battle he's been in, probably outside of the second round for him, with Chilla has been either battle of the year caliber or battle of the night caliber. And with that alone, you you gotta put him at number two. And the only reason why he's not number one is because the person who's had that same type of accolades beat him in their one-on-one -on -one battle. So I just had to give him the um, edge in that. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, B-Dot had an amazing year this year. You know what I'm saying? Beat Rum Nitty on the roof. He Rooftop Dot was born this year, and he was cooking on that motherfucker. Him and the saga, him versus um, in the two-on-two with him and Geechee versus, you know what I'm saying, the Four Horsemen. Um, what else we had? We had the, uh, pardon me. I said, yeah, versus uh T Top on uh, Summer Madness. Then we um then we get, you know what I'm saying, him versus Chilla Jones. Call he called him out, you know what I'm saying? And we got what we got outside the second round. It was a really great battle. A really great battle still. So I, I gotta put him at my number two, man. Gotta put him at my number two. Oh, forgot about the Holmesy battle, man. He the round, like I said, man, so many great rounds this year, man. So many great rounds. Uh, Chilla Jones, number one, like consistency, 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 man. You talk about a dude who left KOTD, you know, what I'm saying former champion, came over to K, um, back to URL to show that he can hang, he can really hang with the with the with some of the um some of the pins, 
and some of the some of the people that you know what I'm saying you, they claim they couldn't hang with come over here has a debatable which uh twerk possibly beat him you know what I'm saying who goes on the um rooftop with Gigi Gotti debatable possibly beats him you know what I'm saying a lot of either debatable great debatable battles or you know what I'm saying or wins against him Jerry West you know what I'm saying uh I might be missing a couple you know what I'm saying I'm a little high but uh, we go all the way to the, you know what I'm saying, to, to the to the B-Dot battle. Like, he wins that battle. Damn near, like, he feel like he came, like, with that battle with a purpose. And it's like he knew what he wanted to close out the year with. And I had him winning that battle. And it's like, yo, oof, you got to give him the number one, man. You got to give him number one. And it's great to see for me because I know the year, like, I think it was like 2016, you had, you know what I'm saying, it was him versus Chilla Jones. And, I mean, him versus uh, Danger Zone. And a lot of people felt he should have won it that year. So it's good to see him for me. I feel like he, he definitely is the clear winner for this year. So shout out to Chilla Jones, man. Shout out to Chilla Jones, most definitely. But I think I'm going to cap it at that, man. I'm going to um, save our rap list for me when me and Loso link up. So shout out to everybody that came on. They right in the chat, man. Shout out to my boy uh, Dre for coming on for the wrestling we're going to get up out of here, man. This is Irish Starks. Follow every, everybody, man. My boy Loso on Instagram at the underscore marketable one on Twitter. Follow us on um, Instagram at Get Your Bars Off Podcast. For the, um, get Your Bars Off Podcast clips. Follow us at Get Your Bars Off Pod on Twitter for us when we go live. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on, you know what I'm saying, YouTube, Spotify, um, Apple Podcast. Get Your Bars Off Podcast. You know that, man. And once again, man. Rest in peace to everybody that passed in 2020. Hope everybody has a great 2021. Have a happy new year. Rest in peace, MF Doom. It's your boy, Ari Starks, man. I'm out.